everyone, welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 10, and my name is Henry. This is Brayden. I'm Chloe. And today we are going to be talking about Steven Soderbergh's Logan Lucky, as well as the new Netflix movie, What Happened to Monday. And then we're also going to be talking about some pretty big news with the DC films that just happened over the last day or so, as well as some other fun stuff. And we have some listener questions. And so it's going to be a super good show. Uh, how's, how's everybody today? Doing all right? Yep. A little groggy. <laughs> <laughs> New living situation. So if I, if I become incoherent from time to time, you'll have to forgive me. Right. So, but yeah, a little, little groggy. Chloe? I'm good. <laughs> Back to my normal living situation. Which oh, is nice. nice. No more, uh, was it Danny? Danny? Yeah, Danny. Danny the man. Did he? No more Danny and his. Any weird events? Crying? Or, no, that was you crying. Yeah, I was crying. I also cried at work. Like, did he cry? <laughs> yeah, he did. He, like, every night around 11.30, maybe he, like, called his girlfriend or something, but he'd, like, just start yelling on the phone, like, every night around 11.30. And he's really upset with someone named Carol. <laughs> huh. See, but anyway. Maybe he was just watched the movie Carol. Could, could be. She does break hearts in that movie. I hated that movie. No, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, it could be, it could be one of the, like a her situation. Right. Right? <laughs> he was just really bad Maybe at he, he renamed his phone from Siri to Carol and he's. Maybe. I don't Is know. Is that a possibility? He strikes um, me as, as somebody that would. As a her type. I also noticed he had the same thing for dinner every night. He had a Trader Joe's, like, Indian cuisine thing every night. And he apparently doesn't know how to recycle. But anyway. Uh, God, Danny is just a disaster. (laughs) You know, it's funny. There are certain areas in the U.S. that they're just, like, recycling is a lost concept. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I lived in, when I was in Athens for seven years, a lot of the guys down in Athens. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. That's where I was for graduate school. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he said it like 12 times. Okay. I listened to Wait, it. Wait, well, we got, when Athens is, you know, is, as far as Deep South goes, so it's a fairly, you know, liberal, progressive community. Oh, right, yeah. But Sorry, I know, I know that. Yeah, it's, it's sort of secluded. Is that where the real uh, housewives I thought are? that was Atlanta. Oh. Uh, is Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta's like an hour and a half away from Athens. Man, so, so close. But, um... <laughs> The rest of the rest of Georgia is pretty, very sort of more rural, southern, except Savannah, which is actually really cool. But um, anyhow, point being, not a lot of places in rural Georgia have recycling programs, and so a lot of the guys from rural areas come to Athens for UGA and then don't know how to recycle. And oh I would gosh. go down, throw my trash in the dumpster. And then open the lid on the uh, recycling bin. Such an altruist. To to put stuff in there. And I would find things in there like expired food products. Ooh. Ew. <laughs> no. I, yeah, no, seriously. I guess it's good they were trying. I, I, you know, yeah, kudos, A for effort, but <laughs> I don't know. That's a, there are things, they're, they're, they, put, they put signage on the bins that say you can recycle these things. That's but true. Not, and food, expired food products are not one of the recyclables. I blame Danny for all of it, mm-hmm. all those people. Yeah. Curse you, Danny. Yeah. And your tinfoil Damn hats. Damn it, Danny. Damn. What was his, what was, didn't he have a pet rat or something like that? <laughs> what? I don't, no. I don't know. He's not, he's not Peter Pettigrew, man. 
No. Peter Pettigrew didn't have a pet rat. He was a rat. He was a oh, pet rat. What a joke. Was okay. Ron it was Weasley. Ron. Was, what's Ron had the rat. Oh, Ron had God. the... Ah, yeah. fuck. It was a, Sorry, it was a, Potter, Potter Files out there. No, we don't like I that I disgraced name. myself. I speak for all Potter of fans. <laughs> Pot, Potterhead. Potterhead. But that makes you sound like you're a fan of Pot. Oh. Well. Potter fan. I think Danny was. <laughs> <laughs> Let we could do it like a Venn diagram of stoners. <laughs> yeah. And Harry Potter fans. Mm. There's the... Yeah. There's an overlap. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> but, anywho, no. <laughs> so there you go. There's my interesting recycling Athens story. Nice. And I had uh, not much, just kind of worked over the weekend. It was pretty... Long and Me too. busy. It was... I cried at work. I'm sorry. <laughs> at which 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 work? Hmm? Which work? The restaurant. Mm. Margaret's. Yeah. Just busy or horrible clients. Yeah, or people are mean patrons? sometimes. Yeah, they are. Shocking. Yeah. Like ninety eight percent of people are super nice, but the two percent of people who are not nice like congregate on They're... the same day. I know. And what the heck? For me, it's it's Saturdays bring in the weird. Me too. Yeah. What's up with Saturdays? People are so just angry and like on Saturday. So I worked the Saturday morning shift, and there yeah. was like people constantly in a row. Well, this is one thing who would have no idea what they want, even yeah. though they've been standing in line for like ten minutes. It'd be like, oh wait, ice latte with so- did I say soy? Oh, did I mean that hot? Can I get twelve ounces actually? And then there'd be multiple people in a yeah. row. Brutal. Brutal. Saturdays are rough, I guess. Make up Who your knew? fucking I mean, mind. I know why I'm angry Saturday. I have to work that night. And it's yeah. the absolute worst night of the week to work in a movie theater. True. But at, this, least, at least at the Chelsea it is. I don't yeah. know. But Margaret is a very nice place to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe. And I mean, I, I just cry sometimes. I really like working <laughs> at the coffee shop, but every once in a while there are some yeah. real dill weeds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or as my one of my coworkers called them dildos, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Which coworker was that? I, I won't say the name. No, oh, okay. I'll tell you off, off, All off, right. off, show. off, off. I don't want off mic in case the person is listening. So okay, I, they're they're not. I have some ideas, but me then again, too. I could be wrong. I have several. It may be who you wouldn't expect. Dun, dun, dun. For all the listeners out there, <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> we'll be taking bets later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they can be problematic. I mean, any any time you work, I guess, in a service industry, you're always going to have some people that are, I don't know, looking to pick a fight. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I don't get. But, anywho. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, any, anything else y'all want to mention? Oh, uh, and so we are going to do, there's actually a question about this. But the Soderbergh show probably next week, and that's going to be up on Bandcamp through the website. So the filmbuds, filmbuds.bandcamp.com, by the way. So keep we'll keep you updated. Bandcamp. Yeah. That's a good name. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> I never went to Bandcamp. I only ever played the clarinet, and that was didn't go well because I slammed my fingers in the door. <laughs> one time at Bandcamp. Hmm. And this one time at Bandcamp. Yeah, we're gonna. What? It's a quote. It's a quote. It's a American famous Pie. American Pie. Oh, quote. well, it's been even like. Even I know that. I've never even seen that movie. One time at band camp, I stuck a uh, flute in my. 
You don't know that. I've, I've forgotten You've the movie. Never seen. Oh no, I have. It's just oh, okay. not for a long time. It's like warm apple pie. <laughs> All right, so. you, can't, you can't forget that. Yeah, I mean, that's classic. Seems relatively familiar. Anyways, <laughs> should we, uh, without further ado, should we get on to Logan Lucky? Yeah. All right. So we're we'll, uh, going to talk about Logan Lucky, and we've got a clip, so take a listen. What's your name again, little Logan? Melly. Melly. Melly, Melly, Melly. That rhymes with smelly. Nice. Shut up. There's clothes for you both in the bag, and Clyde, I put something special in there for you. Thanks, Mel. You're going pretty fast. Well, we got a lot of road to cover, so yeah, there will be speeding. Gunning for a hundred in a neon blue car that probably ain't even on the market yet? Don't you think you're asking for to be pulled over? Sunday on a holiday weekend. Police department hit by budget cuts. There's only one musker patrolling the whole highway for the next 40 miles. But that's still one musker. It's been handled. Millie, I'm about to get naked back here. So no peeking. I said no peeking. Logan Lucky is directed by Steven Soderbergh and stars its big cast. Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, Daniel Craig, Riley Q, email there, Katie Holmes, Hilary Swank, Seth MacFarlane, and Sebastian Stan. And the plot synopsis is two brothers attempt to pull off a heist during a NASCAR race. And a sister. And, and a, a sister, yeah. Mm-hmm. Millie. And a Millie, sister. Millie. Millie. Sm- Millie. Millie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a NASCAR race in North Carolina. Our home state. Our home state. Well, I mean, not yours technically. No. But. Well, I've lived here long enough, and I have a relative that was born here, so I consider myself. <laughs> Close enough. My family's been here for 35 years now. All right, well. 36. That is longer than I've been alive, so. 37. Yeah, same. By a lot. 36 or 37 years they've been here now. Hmm. So, yeah. Cool. All right, well. Now Welcome. you know a little bit of <laughs> Brian's family history. And uh, so what did y'all think of Logan Lucky? 16 stars. Really? I loved it. Yeah. It was so good. It was perfect. I think it was like the best movie I've seen in a really, really, really long time. Wow. Huge fan. Because it was actually funny and like heartfelt and exciting. It was everything. It was all the genres. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was just really sincere. I thought a lot of the humor was understated. I thought a lot of the acting was spot on. Me too. Uh, The portrayals of the characters. Um... And um, it was nice to see sort of a different side of things, mm-hmm. uh, if you catch my drift there. I mean, because you don't see a lot of it. It's always films about, oh, young people in New York or young people right. in San Francisco. Right. And it's nice to see a film about people in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it also wasn't insulting to those people. Like, no, Ricky Bobby, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, yeah. was, that was one thing I really appreciated about it. It treated these people as, as actual people. human beings. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think it was almost like a commentary on uh, people you, who you think may not be as smart as they are. Yeah. Like like Daniel Craig. You know the yeah. scene where he's writing the Yeah, he's got the, the equation. Formula and it's kind of like... If I wasn't obsessed with him before, it's done now. He's he was awesome. so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there were just so many so many quips. Like, it was, it was so funny. It was really, really clever. 
like, I kind of figured most of it out, but just, like, right before it happened. Mm. I'm like, wait, and there's stuff that I didn't see coming. Yeah. Which is exciting, and that's another thing to do with that. The pacing was really good of the movie. It was all good. It was just all good. I'll, I'll try not to do any spoilers, but I'm still yeah. actually trying to puzzle out some of the stuff at the end that they... It was dope. <laughs> it was it was really good. It's it clever, and I mean the whole thing is well thought out. But you, it's it's not quite. It was as, also you don't, you don't very feminist. Uh, you don't think there are a few convenient? What? I was like, what? I was watching. I was like, this movie's really feminist, and then mm. I realized a woman wrote it and said, "I'll take it." <laughs> don't you don't think a few of it or some of it was a little convenient, a little too convenient? How dare you? <laughs> okay, well, okay. Well, first How off, dare I'll you? give my quick. <laughs> well. Re- Yep. Sorry, but, go, but, ahead. But, go ahead. <laughs> they don't know how to interrupt like I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I first off, I did think the movie was pretty good. And I, I really like Steven Soderbergh, you know, so I was excited for it. One thing in what you were just mentioning, I didn't think it was that funny. I thought there was... <gasps> I thought it was... I laughed out loud in that movie more than no. I've laughed out loud in a really and long so, time. And so, like, I've, all the stuff that was in the trailers, that's the stuff I found funny. But I felt like there weren't... It was, I mean, it was still lighthearted and fun. And so I just found it very entertaining but in terms of like actually laughing i didn't laugh really i laughed that much. so much to be a, fair my friend I, and i were like the only ones in the theater who were laughing but it was us and like three old men ah uh, but i thought it was hilarious but, yeah there was some stuff in there which i mean you know, i was yeah. almost rolling on the floor I thought <laughs> yeah i mean funny. i mean there are some things that i really did laugh at but in terms of being like consistently funny it was more like <laughs> really? that's funny <laughs> but like I mean, a lot like, of it and maybe on rewatch kind of like with the informant i'll uh, like the performances even more or get more from them and I'll probably find it funnier but on first viewing like the first act in particular I did not think was that well it funny. wasn't it wasn't meant to be those bits weren't meant to be um laugh out loud funny right and but, because they, most of it was just sort of little one liners exactly and, you know stuff you see in the ads it's you know I, could you hand me my arm and, that's, yeah. is, is that's, this that, one that, that stuff I, I really liked like anything with Daniel Craig and then Adam Driver who I thought was awesome too yeah um but I, that's one thing I was slightly underwhelmed by was the humor. It's just not as not as consistently yeah. funny, yeah. Well, Don't listen to Henry. It's, those <laughs> were just sort of... Write me off, listeners. Those, <laughs> were, those were supposed to be sort of the clever, fun little quips, one-liners, mm-hmm. to lighten the mood every now and again, but... Regal Crown so Club. <laughs> again. You sorry, guys. Turn off your notices there. Yeah, sorry there. Sorry about but, that. But um, I think the... the, the the major humor came, at least for me, from a lot of the, the circumstances yes. that they were yeah. thrust into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, first of all, the prison rides mm-hmm. were hilarious, particularly when they're talking about their their demands. Yeah, yeah. really And funny. then the debate back and forth they have about George R. R. Martin and where the books yep. are versus where the TV series is and the whole thing. And here you have, you know, these prisoners who you would think, you know, we want more weights and we want... More cigarettes, and they're demanding George R. R. Martin books. Love, it doesn't insult anyone. No. It doesn't put anyone in the... Because I think, like you said, the movie is about kind of dismantling stereotypes. Like, yeah. people yeah. just people. Yeah. And so okay. you have these these very literate inmates. I can't read those freaking books. So, I, yeah. I love them. I've reread them two or three times now. I'm nice. proud of you. I wish um, I could. I wish I... I nope. Mm-hmm. But you've got these very <laughs> literate inmates, right? And then... And then the other scene where they're down with the pneumatic tubes and Joe Bang is making the bomb and the two brothers are Oh thinking, my god, I was just you know yeah. well, where are the, the explosives? Yeah. And then he goes, Well, I don't need the explosives. That's why you brought me the bleach the plastic bag and don't I got the gummy bears. Don't listen to him. 
And, and is it goes, 20 or is it 30? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so he's writing out this whole formula of the wall and he's trying to explain to them what he's doing and the, the whole thing. And it's so elaborate it's so and just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And here he is down... I mean, chemistry, and, but you're right. I mean, it's about sort of, there are no stereotypes. I don't know if it's necessarily about breaking down stereotypes, but it says yeah. stereotypes are, there's no point having them. Yeah, right? exactly. Because, again, human complexity, this is something we talked about last week with Detroit, obviously a very, very different yeah. context. Mm-hmm. But this one uh, says, you know, don't expect people to fit yeah. nicely into a mold mm-hmm. because they will always defy that mold. Right. Um, so, I mean, the Logan brothers themselves end up being remarkably clever. And the sister. And the sister. I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> that's right. Well, she's, I don't, she's just a badass. Yeah, yeah. she is. She's, she's, she's like, good. Uh, Riley Q, I guess, if that's how you say it. Yeah, it's Co. Co? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's, it's Riley Co. It's K-E-O-U-G-H. Co? Okay, Co, Q. Riley Q. She's and I and she was in American Honey, which she was very good at yeah. too. Mm-hmm. She's good in everything. Yeah, she's good. They were all the performances made the. Henry's trying to talk. No, okay, no, no, no. I <laughs> so I did love pretty much all of the performances. I didn't like Hilary Swank though. No. Yeah, and the one I I'm not really a fan of his in general, but I did not like Seth MacFarlane. I thought he was just so. I did not understand that. That I agree. Yeah. With, I agree with you. I did not understand why Seth MacFarlane was in the movie doing that. Like, I like him as a person and everything, but it's just so, so disconnected. I, I felt like his performance was not only over the top, but both he and Sebastian Stan's character, who plays the racer. Yeah, like, why were they there? You could take them out of the movie. And, be, and yeah, they're, you they're for a tiny, tiny plot point. Yeah. But they serve no purpose, really. And also, there's this weird voiceover scene with uh, Sebastian Stan where they're talking about his, like, Body and soul, spiritual. And it's like, no other character has voiceover, and he's in two scenes, maybe. And I just felt like, cut that out. That it doesn't. Cut it out. (laughs) And so, I mean, Sebastian's saying it doesn't really do much, but he's fine, but. Uh, Seth MacFarlane was. He's just so. You just have to see him chewing his gum all the time and acting like. A dick, and it's just yeah. He's, not, he's pretty much of a douche nozzle. Yeah, and he's really <laughs> from he's really just the absolute worst, worst sort of person. Yeah, uh, but I think I think that's the My, why he of, was in there. The yeah. point is, it's not. It wasn't necessarily he was there in an important role, but if you watch the end of the film, it's sort of a whole str- uh, series of strange circumstances. Mm-hmm. That fall into place that prevent any kind of, yeah. uh, what is the it all makes sense. For? Yeah, but they it can't. They, there's no evidence. Don't spoil the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep it spoiler free. <laughs> well, there's, there's they can't. The, <laughs> it works. Uh, no case can be built against them. No. Because, <laughs> yeah, let's let's. Well, I think yeah. We yeah. I'm trying to not to, out. but. But it's it's all <laughs> it's all because of sheer circumstance, and the whole point right. of them being called Logan Lucky is is at the beginning of the film. Adam Driver's character talks about how their whole family, their extended family, has had nothing but bad luck. Yeah, and so it's just a series of strange circumstances, or you could call it good luck, that leads to them doing what they're doing, doing doing what they do, and yeah. sort of positive outcomes and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so, hence the title, Logan Lucky. Yeah. So, uh, 
They're there just for one thing, which I won't go into the details because that's too spoilery. I think anybody would see from a mile off that, you know, oh, they try to build a court case and all that kind of stuff. But I won't say... <laughs> I won't say, oh well, God. I mean, it's a heist bill, yeah. right? It's a heist There's bill. There's law involved. There is law involved. Yeah. You can't have a heist film and then, you know. But um, I won't go into the details about everything that happens. <laughs> but, but needless to say, uh, it's, just, it's just sort of sheer dumb luck. Mm-hmm. That things fall into place. Well, and I think, and I think (laughs) Seth MacFarlane and Stan Sebastian, their characters, who are sort of largely irrelevant, are there just as kind of a plot device. Yeah, no, but it's not enough. I don't think. Yeah, cut him, cut him, Stephen. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, I mean, you could, but then at the same time, then you would that you would lose that plot device, which really emphasizes the 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 lucky nature of these. It might have just been, yeah, might just. I get that, but there's just. Too much of them. Yeah. And there, Seth MacFarlane, like I said, I like him sometimes, I guess. I haven't really seen much he's done, but he's so annoying. Yeah. And, and not in a good way. It's like, stop. I'm, just He's not funny. Yeah, and whether, just putting aside the plot point that he's involved in, just his performance I didn't like. Yeah, that's and what I, I'm it just saying, really too. wore him. Yeah. Every time I saw him, I was like, ugh, now we got to deal with yeah. his like, kind of boastful, <laughs> was it, arrogant was it nature. His- well, was it? Well, no, it was my, the acting. That's my question. Was, was yeah. it the acting? Was it the character? It was the, the character acting. is intended a, to be a reprehensible. Yeah. It but could the, have been. It's a way to. There's a way to do it. In a more I would have had Russell charming. Brand do it. It would have been good. <laughs> uh, I love Russell Brand. Oh, I do too. He would have been much better because he's the real version of what Seth MacFarlane was faking almost. Yeah. It was just annoying that Seth MacFarlane was there True. doing this whole stupid thing. Because especially because uh, I really hate Russell Brand. Oof. I really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> my favorite—I think what made the movie was were the performances because yeah. they were kind of heartfelt and kind of innocent and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that might be where Seth MacFarlane was the disconnect, kind mm-hmm. of like he doesn't. And uh, Brayden, we were talking about this just right before we started, but Channing Tatum, who's the main the main character, he really has a—he's developed a really effortless. Style yeah, of acting, kind of like a Ryan Gosling, where it feels very effortless and natural, and it doesn't seem like he's trying, but of course he is. Yeah, and he's he's oh he's qu- so quite good. good. Daniel Craig, like I love him as Bond, but mm-hmm. we need him to do more roles like this. He wants yeah. to, yeah, like <laughs> he wants to. I'm glad he's going back as Bond. He said he never wanted to do it again, but I am frankly glad he's going back as Bond. I think he said all that stuff so that they would. Fire him, get him, so he could get out of his contract. Publicity. And it didn't work. Yeah. No, I think I think he sell that stuff, so they'd fire him, and it just didn't work. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Poor a lot of work to do this. Danny I mean, Craig. I'm sure he's like the highest paid British actor. Also, I don't think right he likes now, so. it. He doesn't. And he's done four, so I mean. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but, I think he's a great Bond. I yeah. Oh, I like he's, him better he's, than Sean Connery. Yeah, he's my favorite. But, so. Yeah. But I uh, it's roles like this, and then the dr- girl with the dragon tattoo, and yeah. even something like. His voice performance in The Adventures of Tintin. Uh, yeah. One of the reasons why I really like him, not just because of Bond. Well, also, what was it? The Golden, <laughs> the golden <laughs> Compass? Oh, I didn't oh, see that. Oh, that movie sucked. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a very good film, and Bond at the box office, but yeah. I liked him. I also pretend, it's one of the books I pretended to read in my Lunch Bunch book club, because I nice. just couldn't get through nice. it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what else he's done. 
Adam Bond has kind of been the big. I mean, that's he that's what in, put him on the map. He was in. He was, was in a bunch of like espionage kind yeah. of movies where he was helping people and stuff. He was in. He met his current wife on the set of Ghost House or whatever. Dream House. Dream House. Yeah. Fell asleep during that. Yeah, but it was fine. great. Uh, was he in a Valkyrie with Tom? No, he wasn't. No. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, I keep thinking that he was in some war film, World War II film. He was. Oh, oh uh, he was. Uh, uh, Defiance. The one Defiance. where he saved all the Jews. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I really liked him in that, or him and uh, Logan Lucky and Adam Driver. I mean, everyone seems to be talking about... I hate Adam Driver. I liked him a lot he was, in this. He has this very stilted, like intentionally stilted wooden... Yeah. Uh, pun no intended. pun intended. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pun intended. Bump. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, that wasn't wooden. Yeah. That was, I don't know, plastic, plastic or rubber or plastic-y. something. Plastic-y. But, but yeah. he's, he's great in it, and has, he has this very deadpan delivery, and it's... Well, it's, I, I liked it great. because the first time he talks, I mean, Channing Tatum's accent is, it's, it's very much West Virginia. I don't know if you've ever been to West Virginia. I've been camping up there, and I drove through there uh, going to and from college back in my undergrad days. Uh, but I mean, his accent was spot on. Yeah, and and uh, so was Daniel Craig, even though he's English. Daniel Craig's was actually I very good as well. <laughs> but the funny thing about his is his was sort of like super southern, deep south twangy kind mm-hmm. of thing. It was that was kind of interesting. But um, Adam Driver, the first time you hear him talk, he doesn't go for for the basic accent. He's got this more sort of ancient gothic kind yeah. of wizened, yeah. wizened elder guy. Yeah. He's got this very deep, mm-hmm. and he talks, and, and it's it's very. It's, you don't need it's, to see the movie now. That was yeah, very, that, that was it. That was all right. <laughs> but that's um, all you need. It, it was. I thought it was interesting because here he is, the younger brother, and he sort of gets pulled into circumstances by 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 his older brother, by Channing Tatum. Did you say and, cauliflower? <laughs> did you say cauliflower? <laughs> that was so funny. No context. Now you have to see the movie yeah. to know what okay. we're talking about. Um. But I, I liked his portrayal of the character because he, he, he comes across as being sort of this very uh, old soul, wizened kind of, but he's very much sort of dragged along by circumstance mm-hmm. uh, by his brother. And so it's this very strange sort of juxtaposition, or not juxtaposition, but, but what is it, contradiction? I mean, it's an interesting circumstance for the character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They balance. I mean, this is in some ways he actually is the. I mean, he's been he he served two tours in Iraq, Mm -hmm. right? He's a veteran, and so he's got he's he's obviously traveled the world. He's seen combat. He's you know, and still when he goes back home, he becomes sort of the the uh, the 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 second fiddle. I don't know, that's not quite the right term, but sort of, he, he, he falls in the line behind his older Second brother. fiddle. Second fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's great. I love, I love his character. The mm-hmm. whole bar fight scene, his brother's yeah. in there fighting. And what oh, does he, he do? he just goes out and smokes. He just goes out, no, it's, <laughs> oh, he, he, he goes out, go. yeah, he yeah, goes yeah, out. Yeah. And, you he, guys are yeah. the worst. He, <laughs> we didn't say, I didn't yeah. say what he did, we just made gestures, but... but <laughs> They can't see that. There's no camera yeah. here. Yeah. Much to thanks no one's good yeah. fortune of our listeners. You probably yeah. don't want to see this anyway. But. but yeah, I and I did I think the the heist is obviously I think the best part of the movie. Oh, it's so yeah. good. It just it flows really well. It's 
doesn't feel overly long. The one thing I would say, I, I think the end section, which I yeah, the, but I think it was on purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, I mean, I enjoyed the end section because there's like it's almost like Detroit, where there's, there's this extended yeah end Dude, after yeah. the big event. And I think it went on maybe a little too long, no. I think. Yeah. A little no, it was on purpose. It was good pacing. Because you were like, I can't, I don't want to say anything. I think the pacing was genius. Spot on. I, genius. I, I, I like I, the pacing. I really do like Soderbergh's, how he paces movies. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's not like a huge, I, was, was, I wasn't bored. I was just like, oh, wow, it's still I going. Agree. Well, but then. <laughs> see, see, the great thing about this is, is I mean, you, you saw what he did with Ocean's. 11, 12, 13. Which I, I and then saw, they made a joke about it in the yeah, movie. Yeah, which is great. You go, Soderbergh. You uh, do you. I, I think I still like Ocean's 11 more than this, though. Really? Yeah. No way. Really? Yeah. Because I really no. like Ocean's 11, but, I mean, it, it, it's very it's a very polished product, but it's it's almost too slick. Yeah, this was much better. For and me. this one I like better because it was more subtle. It was more mm-hmm. nuanced. It was more understated. I'm also just a very sentimental person, and I really liked the character. Like in those movies, they're like really cool and smart and pretty and everything. But, yeah, but you, you don't got, get the. But you, you you get Brad Pitt with the a hand tattoo, and no, you get no, Casey no. Affleck, and you get George and all the guys. In this one, you get a sweet father daughter story with and complexity I love, I love that the, we can all appreciate. I, I love the characters to, in this one too. And blah but. blah blah. Nope. Way better. And this one's uh, funnier, too. Yeah, I thought this one was... <laughs> Disagreement here. No, I thought this one was funnier. Oh, I mean, so Ocean's funny. Eleven has some, has some funny bits to it, like, you know, where he's... Uh, where Brad Pitt is teaching all the little uh, yeah. new Rat Pack stars. God, who was that? Topher Grace and all the other <laughs> douche nozzles that nobody even knows who the hell they yeah. are anymore. How um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it had some funny bits, but nothing, I thought, nearly as, as clever or hilarious as, as some of the stuff that they do in in, uh, mm-hmm. in Logan Lucky. Oh, I just loved it. It was like if a bunch of, and they all meant it so much, like if a yeah. bunch of kids went out and made a movie that ended up being, like, amazing, and they all really meant it and were really, really attached with the whole time, that's what this movie was like mm-hmm. to me. I mean, maybe I, I, I mean, and I've seen Ocean's Love and... A lot more a lot than this, times. obviously. Maybe, actually. I don't know. Uh, but I just, maybe I found Actually, that movie to be more more consistently funny and charming. Whereas, I mean, I definitely laughed at this. It just, there were definitely stretches that I felt were relatively flat in terms of that. But I, I still really liked the performances and I still got a lot from that. Just in terms of actually laughing consistently, I didn't really get that as much. Well, there were stretches of, and again, I don't think the humor was the, the the intent of the film. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it is. It just, maybe even in terms of the, even just the trailer just made it seem like there well, would be way... Always trailers are always worst about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in terms of just... misleading. They make Dunkirk look like an action film. Yeah. yeah. Which it's not. Yeah. They make this look like a, a comedy. Yeah. Which, it's got some comedic bits, but it's not a comedy. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I, I think it's just in terms of... It seems like there are more attempts at and or that was supposed to be finding funny, and I just didn't. I had everything funny that was supposed to be, unless Seth MacFarlane was. Yeah, to I mean, I, I found like everything charming in one way or the other. Yeah. Just in terms of actually actually laughing, it wasn't as well, good see, as something I mean, like the, the Informant or Ocean's Eleven. The laughs were were sort of few and far between. I think because more because it was sort of a, a character study, mm-hmm. and just seeing these say 
watching the two Logan brothers, watching the sister, watching the interplay with, with Channing Tatum and his, his daughter in, in this film, mm-hmm. uh, watching Joe Bang, you know, <laughs> getting to know, it's such an awesome it's name. Joe Bang. And his brother, his brother Fish. Yeah. Where do you? His brother, his brother's name was Fish Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you come up what with? What's the that? other brother's name? I forget. It was something very oh, something dry weird. Yeah. and simple. Though I really liked Daniel Craig's uh, eggs. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, yeah. What was that? It's, it's so Who puts hard-boiled eggs in a vacuum seal thing? Fake in, salt. In a uh, fake salt. <laughs> In a in a vending machine, yeah. you would buy hard boiled eggs out of Daniel Joe, Joe Bang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lo, so funny. Low sodium. <laughs> he, had, he had sodium <laughs> problems. His, yeah, his sodium yeah. levels were too high, so they had to give him the fake salt. Yeah, which I, he kept in his sock. Which he kept yeah. in his sock. <laughs> well, it's prison, you know. They don't got pockets. Yeah, <laughs> got pockets. Do they not have pockets? I don't. I, I don't know. Do. I think the pants have pockets. I think, do they? Pockets. I think so. Yeah. They're not. I mean. Also, unusually, all the all the little parts were really good too. Like the nurse was on point. Oh yeah. Usually the lesser char- the lesser characters are played by kind of mediocre actors for whatever mm-hmm. reason. But everybody in this was super good. good. I and like the little the girl. Warden. The warden was a twist. You know, he looks like old. The, my best friend and I we like don't talk during movies, but we turned to each other and said, "Is that old Paul Dano?" <laughs> Did he not like Paul Dano to you? Yeah, yeah if like Paul Dano just really let himself go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Paul Dano in 20 <laughs> years after too much Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, and it's, the thing is that actor, I know that actor has played some really like creepy, like Shocking. murderer guy, I think. And I, like I could not get that out of my head. I know he's played some really creepy mm-hmm. character, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he was, I, I liked him and I liked how it sets up the end. It was all yeah. just so good. His, um, Dem- yeah, his, his hesitance to not let something happen and well, how that affects again, something that's it's, really good. It's part of the circumstance for everything I was discussing earlier. It's part of the circumstance, and it, it it sort of dovetails in with the whole Seth MacFarlane and his driver thing. And so it's just a series of just dumb circumstances that lead to sort of a happy ending. Yeah. Right. And so again, it's 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 it's. Good luck. It's good fortune. It's just pure, uh, unforeseen circumstances that lead to, to a you know a mm. positive. But it's grounded because it's all dependent on actual like characters and people who are like that throughout their whole right. lives. Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. Totally, and yeah. I did really like the, uh, the end with the John Denver song. Yeah, you know the the, the concert. Oh, mm-hmm. was so good. dang cute. Did you shed water? <laughs> that is the. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you cried during that bit. That was, yeah, that yeah. Was, it was a good moment, and it wasn't overly, sen- yeah. overly sentimental. No, or it was so just it played, real. It was wonderful. Very well. yeah. yeah, that's why I like it so much. Is it's, it was everything was very subtle. Mm-hmm. This subtle. is really dark, but coincidentally, I was watching like one of my favorite quiz shows or whatever. QI. It's Stephen Fry's the moderator, or whatever. Uh-huh. And apparently, a long time or not that long ago, a man. In an Asian country that I can't remember, killed eight people because he lived next to a karaoke bar and he was sick of hearing that song. Jesus. And that song played because he could, I guess, hear it next door and it's the most played karaoke song of all time. And he just killed the, eight that people. That John Denver thing? Yeah. Hmm. Male guy is coming. John Denver had <laughs> never even been to Westford. Just, you know, just strange, strange yeah. thing. I, and I did really like the soundtrack too. 
I mean, along with that John Denver song, mm-hmm. it's a good soundtrack. I didn't even remember the soundtrack. Well, I mean, I... I guess that's good, though. I, think I guess it worked, of, then. Yeah, but it was, like, more lesser-known songs, and so yeah. it wasn't just... And the lady from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was in oh, it. Oh, Catherine Waterston. That was fun. And she's yeah. in Inherent Vice and Alien Covenant. Yeah, well, she, she was really in Alien Covenant, But do those matter yeah. compared to a Harry Potter yes. movie? Yes, yes. No. Like yeah, she's Sam, Sam Waterston's daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, re- I really... Sam Waterston. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so... I'm I'm really excited to see what she does next because I feel like I mean she kind of started with inherent vice and now she just seems to be yeah, blowing up so off, yeah. she's quite good so she is she, she is. is good um, and I like the even though I wasn't crazy about Hillary Swank I liked yeah, the like the, Swank the fate of her character you know how they I, how they tease that I mm-hmm. I liked her I thought she was actually pretty really? good yeah I don't know yeah. why you maybe guys were saying maybe more the writing or something it's just it I don't felt think so I think little, it's the way she did it it felt it was almost like Seth MacFarlane and I'm being just be a, a robot yeah, yeah a little too the over the top yeah. for that character exactly well it seems more like caricature than anything it seems as though the actual the main characters themselves are not they're not stereotypes they don't fit into a mold mm-hmm. right. Everybody else around them who you would usually think, oh, these are the law and order figures and these are the, the important, you know, and that, that kind of thing. They are all archetypes. Yeah. They do fit into a mold. Um, and like the Seth MacFarlane character who's just this bombastic asshole, super, super wealthy energy drink guy uh, who's, what, he's modeled after the guy that actually did Red Bull or something? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Maybe that would have made it better. Had I, I still don't know what you're talking I, about. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think <laughs> he is. I forget the fellow's name. So if anybody out there wants to fact check, us yeah, let us know. But, but he's. We get so many things wrong every week. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> I think people have stopped caring. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that did Red Bull apparently is like a huge, bit of an asshole, and he's very. I'm not surprised. And all that kind of stuff, but. So I think it's the Seth MacFarlane character is <laughs> supposed to be mm-hmm. an archetype in that sense. Mm-hmm. Is that he's modeled after this actual energy drink mogul. Um, There's a man who came into Margaret's, the restaurant I work at. He's like, I have to go next door to the supermarket to get my Red Bulls. And then the person was like, like oh, something like that. He goes, yeah, I drink about 10 a day. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> That's what oh I was laughing before. I felt like that was worth sharing. Yeah. Yuck. All right. <laughs> Yuck. If you're listening, man. Don't do that, yeah, stop. sir. Please. I mean. Public service announcement, man. His liver must look like Swiss cheese or something. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow. Yeah. But but it seemed like all the, all the peripheral characters, the, the warden. Seemed like a, a, a an archetype. Hilary Swank's character seemed like an archetype. Uh, the Sebastian Stan character seemed like an archetype. Uh, the Seth MacFarlane character seemed like an archetype. Uh, Whereas everybody else, who you would think, oh, they're just like West Virginia redneck well, hillbillies, are actually from the office. They're they're clever. They're they're caring. They're smart. They're you know they're all these things that you don't that you you normally wouldn't expect. Yeah, right? it, it just and they felt kind of out of place at times. Like a lot of the other characters, like Daniel Craig and Chan Tatum, and or maybe even Adam Driver, they're like riding a kind of fine line between going way too far into a 
becoming a caricature, whereas I feel like Seth MacFarlane and Hilary Swank Which in particular. Which I give to their acting. Yeah, that's that's. I think it's mostly it's the, the performance. Yeah. Is so, it? Yeah. Really? Yes. Because I, th- I think... Because those I, characters could have worked I agree. Well, see, the thing is, yeah. I th- different. I, part of me thinks that Soderbergh went to them and said, be a character. Well, that's his fault. Yeah. Somebody's fault. Come Didn't on, work. Steven. <laughs> Steven, get it together. He, went to, he, went he came at a retirement. Don't know, screw up. Yeah. <laughs> the main characters, the, the the Logans, Joe Bing, these are the guys that I want to be nuanced, shades of gray, very interesting and different and, and have a lot right. of layers and depths and, you know, onion. It's got layers, you know. Classic right? Shrek. I Classic Shrek. I really love Shrek. But, yeah. I love it. <laughs> but... Uh, was that your trying to do the accent? No. Oh. I was just me saying it weird. <laughs> but he went to everybody else and he said they said, What what is your what are your director's notes? How should I play this character? And he said, just just make it as is as hammy character stereotype as possible. Then that's on on Sodi, you know. Granted this didn't for sure actually happen. Regardless no, it's yeah. nobody's I mean, fault and just... it wasn't ideal. But overall, sixteen stars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just speculating there. Hillary like, Swank well, made me roll my eyes, but she usually does. But still, uh, not my favorite. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane, I was like, "What? I'm so sad." Get out of here. Not the best. Yeah. Could have been good, but but still, uh, really, Channing Tatum makes that movie. Yeah, yeah, he did. Hundred percent. Because the emotion, the emotional string attached to the film, all Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Almost it's through Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He's so good. And and I think one other thing in terms of just movies this year is it's just a very entertaining movie. Whether yeah. you find it funny or not, it's just very lighthearted and fun and well directed and And well yeah. like so well written in so it's, many ways. Yeah, the dialogue's well really written. good. The plot is ridiculous. Yeah. Like it was yeah, enthralling. It was new. It was not the mm. same thing over and over again. I, it was spectacular. I mean the the character development the portrayals by by everybody. I mean, Adam yeah. Driver was really spectacular. He was, and I hate uh, him. And I thought he was good. I don't hate him. I'm sort of. I didn't like girls in the slightest. I've never liked him in anything else, whether it's his taste or his performance. I don't know, but I, you know, I, I liked him in Star Wars: I, Force Awakens. Mm. Oh. I liked his his portrayal of Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. I'll admit. <laughs> Whatever that. people will, but is that um, what people say? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the Wookiees say. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, that's what everybody sounds like. Oh, okay. Because, oh. you know, right. their opinions are meaningless to me. Yeah, right. stupid. So, they're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Even when they agree with you. Even when idiots. they agree with yeah. me. What idiot? Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they're all horrible. Yeah. Uh, no, but but I, I, I thought his portrayal of Kylo Ren was because it wasn't just sort of like stomping, raving, Arr, I'm evil, grr. It was, you know. I don't even remember he, it, honestly. Well, he, he comes across the push. as. <laughs> That's all I got. He comes across as, as very sort of restrained, like turmoil. He's never, he, he isn't right. committed Brooding. to the dark side 100%. Right. This, is, this is something that he's struggling with. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it holds an alert for him, which which he still hasn't figured out. But anyhow, I won't go into the whole Force Awakens thing. That's good. But I like his portrayal of Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> I, did, I thought he was pretty good in Patterson. I Inside by like Davis, Patterson. outer space. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, not get into it. I met Kylo Ren at, like, the fake one. Don't get alarmed. Okay. At, like, Disney World or whatever. 
Uh-huh. Right? And he, like, started having a sneezing fit. And it was just really, <laughs> <laughs> it was just really, really you funny. You can't imagine what it's like having a sneezing one of those. Oh, that just I just started thinking of space balls. <laughs> You don't, have you guys seen space yeah. balls? Yeah. yeah. Well, just Mel just uh, the uh, Lord Big Helmet. Mm. Yeah. And Rick Moranis at one point doesn't he have like a sneezing fit inside the helmet? Does he? Maybe. Maybe. Well, that's what happened to Fake Tyler. Ray. Yeah. Well, that used and it was to... very funny. Yeah. Hmm. But um, not worth two hours in that I, line. But it's fine. I don't know why. I mean, a lot of a lot of my coworkers, Sam, I was just talking to. Last Sam night, Higgins. and he, <laughs> my favorite, he he hates Adam Driver. Yeah, me too. Sam Higgins is on point with everything. We were in an environmental club together oh, in nice. high school. I don't, I I don't know why there's so much hatred. Because he's the worst. Not is in this he? movie, though. I disagree. I just I don't. don't I, I'm, this is the first thing I've ever liked him, and I think I've seen almost everything he's done. I didn't. I didn't like Patterson, Patterson but I thought he was actually pretty good. Stupid AF. Well, that's just a testament to his taste. Also, it's important. Oh, that poetry made me nauseated. Well, I think it's kind of meant, to, meant, meant, it's meant to be Patterson. The poetry I, of Patterson. I, I, I think, I, I, I think that's one. Of, I think that's one of the commentaries. Is it's if you write poetry, what is what's good poetry? Because yeah. depressing. Hmm? Nothing. All I right. just Really didn't like it. Well, anyways, we won't we won't go, go down the Adam Dallas. Driver train. But any other uh, any other thoughts on Logan Lucky? Feminist. <laughs> it was Feminist. Really, it was really. <laughs> well, uh, Brayden. I don't. Yeah. Feminist. <laughs> feminist. I don't know. Of what everything I seem to think is feminist, all women seem to think is not. Like I thought, Ex Machina was feminist. And Barf. Every, We've been all over the this. women. Yeah, we won't talk to say. Not feminist. <sighs> Did you think this was feminist? You didn't even sense, notice. But well, right. maybe in a sense, but I mean the point is, is is it's not it's not politicized, it's not pushing any kind of agenda. No, it just is. That's it just why is. It's and then I saw it was written by a but woman then again, and I said makes sense. Now. I don't I don't fully understand your, your, your feminist ideology, but from what little I do understand is it's Oops, just sorry. that women are people who live lives and that's it. Don't don't and so in that sense I think Logan Lucky, you're yeah. right. And they were full characters. They just, yeah. Well, the sister was, was awesome. She, she was, just was a awesome. Badass. The only doctor, the, the only um, shown, oh. shown like medical professionals were ladies. Yeah, both mm-hmm. of them were women. Yeah. Sylvia, which was the list. Catherine Washington character. Who, long yeah, list. I liked her a lot. Yeah. I yeah. just, that's the thing is, is I wish the little she girl. had been in the, in the film more. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was no. I feel like they got yeah. what they wanted to. I like that they didn't emphasize that too much. Me too. I think it yeah. would have just taken away, you know. Me too. <laughs> well, uh, Brain, what's your star rating for this puppy? Easily four and a half. Easily four and a half. Easily sixteen. <laughs> Easily sixteen. It's four for me. Four for you? Yeah. I, I mean, I like I like a lotion's ocean. Lotions 11. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a weird porn parody. Well, if you caught one of the brothers, one of the Bang brothers had, uh, it's a uh, speech impediment. It's called spoonerisms. <laughs> you ever Sorry, heard of this? It's why, no, it's why, it's why, it's why butterflies are called butterflies. And I'm dead serious about this. There's a fellow, I think it was late 1800s in Britain who had, he had a speech impediment. He was, uh, a, he studied speech patterns 
he was a linguist, speech pattern, something like that. And there is a condition where, where people will transpose the first syllable of certain words, right? Butterflies used to actually oh, be called I, yeah, I know, I know flutterbys. But this oh, fellow Spooner. Oh, <laughs> No, well, Right, of. exactly. But, um, God, I can't remember what the specific phrases were that he uttered, but. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> something of the law. <laughs> Brandon, God, I can't remember it, but if you listen, if you listen closely, cool. you'll hear him say, at certain points, yeah. he'll transpose the first syllable to two oh, distinct oh, words. Oh, yeah. that's true. I thought all of those were funny. Now I feel kind of mm. bad, but yeah. Well, no, that actually is a speech yeah, impediment. It's called, the, they're, they're referred to as spoonerisms. It's, I have, I have, After this doctor I have who many studied slight this. speech impediments, which is one of the reasons I will never listen to these back, so... I feel like I can laugh at other people. You sound great, so. Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> all right. Well, we all, we always get a history lesson. Somebody always gives a nice history lesson. Mine was about listeners. murder. Brayden's was about. <laughs> I gave. I can't remember what history. I'm sure I've given one. Probably. We'll we'll come through the archives. I'll, I'll go back. Yeah, I'll go back. Listen to all nine episodes. Oh, Brayden, can you believe we made it ten episodes? I, do I want to believe we've made it yeah. ten episodes? Okay. Next milestone, a thousand. Woo! <laughs> Double digits. <laughs> Next up, triple digits. Yeah, we'll get there. Man, I'm so behind. This is like every time I play a board game, I always lose by so much, and I just see my little piece here, and everybody else is already at the finish line. Well, you could get the. That's how I'm feeling. Skip, skip ahead card. Yeah. It could happen. Okay. I don't know how, but yeah, mm. I'll make it happen. Get that skip ahead card, <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> I'll just do ten. I'll just sneak into your place at night and do five of my own shows, and then I'll be okay. all caught up. <laughs> I'll hear this weird mumbling from downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> occasionally, like occasional giggles, <laughs> kind of laughing at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be that'd be good. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, with that done, let's. How do you plan on hiding this? Starting tomorrow, you will each get to go outside on the day of the week that is your name. Sunday, we'll get to go outside on Sunday, Monday on Monday, Tuesday on Tuesday, and so on. You will all take on the singular identity of Karen Setman. Karen, do you have any siblings? No. Seven siblings surviving to adulthood? It would destroy my credibility. Miss Setman, step into the van, please. Monday's not showing up on the grid. Gotta go out there. Where am I going? Run. The trash will soften the impact. It's empty. Sorry. The impact. It's empty. Sorry. So, what happened to Monday is directed by Tommy Workola, stars Numir Pace. And Numir Pace. And Numir Pace. And Numir Pace. Stars New York Pace, <laughs> Willem Dafoe, and Glenn Close. And the IMDb plot synopsis, another long one. In a world where families are limited to one child due to overpopulation, a set of identical septuplets must avoid being put to a long sleep by the government and dangerous uh, infighting while investigating 
the disappearance of one of their <laughs> own. Struggling. Jesus Christ, man. This is like when you have to read your paper that you just copied off of Wikipedia yeah. in class. You're like, yeah. oh. Brutal. <laughs> Too many words. Uh, yeah, so this one just premiered on Netflix on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Brand new. And so it's a... I wasn't sure about going into this because it's directed by the guy who did Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which it is, is terrible. It is terrible. And, and then it's, it is terrible. And I, I hate also to did, say that because yeah. I love Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I love Jim Arterton. Mm-hmm. Do you? It's terrible. She seems like a lovely person. Not my favorite actress. Yeah. Maybe just because I'm comparing her to my sister Gemma, who's pretty amazing. Mm, she is cool. But still, I don't like her. Well, you've got a point of personal reference for people named Gemma, which... Yeah. Most people don't. Most people don't. So, I do now. I did finally meet her. She's lovely. Yeah. She's, I mean, the one time I met her, she was very lovely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he also did Dead Snow, which is the Nazi zombie. Nazi zombie. Which is, it's very campy. It's not very good, but anyway, so... A Nazi I, zombie movie's not very good? Yeah. Oh, my God. Who'd have thunk it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... <have> thunk it? <laughs> And so, and, I, and also, I thought the trailers made this look pretty lame. Man, I didn't even watch any trailers. Yeah, and and I also, I've been hearing comparisons to Orphan Black. I haven't seen that show. That's so what I. I thought this was pretty cool, actually. I I enjoyed it a lot. It's it's not. I mean, occasionally it does get a little goofy, and I think it takes a little too long to wrap up. But Numir Poss is amazing. She mm-hmm. plays seven. All these seven sisters. It's almost like what we were talking about with. Logan Lucky, where they are kind of caricatures, where one is, you know... Which I didn't like. Really? I love that. They like, were okay. sort of, yeah, they were sort of archetypes. Yeah, it's got, yeah. like, sporty spice and baby spice <laughs> and scary spice, <laughs> yeah, right? one is, okay. you know, one is tough and cynical, another is One is, like, uber and erotic. Yeah. And then you've got one who's sort of, like... Quiet and reserved. Touchy-feely. Uh, like a, like a motherly. Like brownies. A- yeah, yeah, that was right. funny. Very motherly. Why are they sending this idiot out? Why is... <laughs> You've yeah. got one who's sort of the driven mastermind of the whole thing. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, and maybe if there was a different actress in the role, it wouldn't have been as good. But anytime it's Numir Pass playing off of herself, it is, it's amazing. Like the first act in particular, mm-hmm. where it's all seven sisters together. I like that girl. She was very good. The little, little Numi... Oh, the oh, one yeah. that Nimi played Nimi? the, the, yeah. the siblings. Is a, yeah, she yeah. was quite good the, as well. The William, Willem Dafoe bit for my favorite with oh, yeah. the little mm-hmm. girl. Or he's the father. Yeah. Yeah. Or the grandfather. Grandpa, but he's the grandfather who apparently... Yeah. yeah, there were some plot holes for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my only issue with it. But the thing is, those weren't important plot points, I don't think. I Yeah, it's... So it wasn't, it wasn't, they weren't essential for, it wasn't necessary to know all that backstory uh, just to see how they were raised. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think the few issues I have are, I think some of the children's allocation bureau, some of the designs of that were a little o- too over the top. Like the, the cars are these big clunky yeah. black vehicles and you know, it's, it's all like urban camo with tinted windows. Yeah, it's overly sleek in the inside the facility, and so that stuff I wasn't crazy about. But luckily, it's not that big of a issue. There's a point where the sisters get separated, and I think since you're losing Numir Pass's ability to play off of each other with more and more of her 
her own like sisters, you know, how, whatever you'd say, it at times lagged or just felt like more of a regular action movie. But I enjoyed the action for the most part. Her performance is great, or performances are great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a cool little indie sci-fi movie, so yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Chloe, how about you? Not You're... my favorite. Really? I didn't dislike it, but I was lost. It might be because of the format, but I lost interest about it. I started looking for shoes a few times during the movie. Like, <laughs> I, just got, I just got a little bored. Hmm. But, like I said, it might just be the format. I don't know. In format in what way? Like, it's just on Netflix. Like, I wasn't in a movie theater. Oh. Immersed. And, I mean, because Brandon, Brandon, we were talking about this the other day. If this movie had been released in theaters, would have bombed like yeah. crazy. And I'm sure it's going to be the same thing with Bright, the other ne- yeah. Netflix movie she's going to be in. So, Well, that's that's the thing. Is I think for this case, yeah. it was a good reason they I mean, put it on here. even well-made films, Logan Lucky's doing I know, so nothing. sad. It's grosses are, so sad. are middling to weak. Well, and he was saying some stuff about he tried to do his own thing with... Steven Soderbergh, I just spoke, talked to my film before, or talked to my father before I came here, and he had been looking at the grosses, and he said... Steven Soderbergh took $20 million of his own money for marketing purposes. Don't we all? And <laughs> and I don't think I, I, I don't think it's working. And, and Channing Tatum's really been promoting it. He's been dancing well, well, at gas well, stations. Because, yeah, because he, he, was, he was one of the <laughs> You producers. didn't see that? I no. think he's, oh. he's put a lot of his own money, I think, into the Well, film. but also, no, it's, a, it's a new yeah. format where he, he pre-sold all of the distribution. And so, like, the budget paid a lot of it for itself because he paid oh. worldwide. And so he, that's what he's been trying to incorporate into Hollywood so that way filmmakers don't have to go through all these different studios. Unfortunately, the, this movie in particular isn't doing that well, but... Should be. I mean, I have yeah. some, I'm going to go see it again. That'll yeah. fix all the I problems. I thought it was great. Right? I'd like to rewatch it for sure. Well, so. that's, that's one thing that I was wondering, actually, is to what extent people aren't going to watch it because... We live in such a polarized society right now in Trump's America that, that people are so, you know, oh, I don't want to go watch a film with those with those rednecks about NASCAR. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. you know, and so. Or vice versa, like making fun of it. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't do either. Which, no, I thought, I thought it, they were one. just people. Mm-hmm. They were just Not people. And it didn't, it didn't politicize anything. It didn't talk about, you know, oh, Trump's America. They don't mention <laughs> politics at all mm-hmm. in this film. There are no ideals or political agenda or social agenda there's none of that in, in Logan Lucky mm-hmm. um, which that's is interesting true. because there obviously is in these Netflix films mm-hmm. yeah that's true which yeah, I actually <laughs> yeah I, I actually applaud Netflix for, for doing that Me even too. though even even if I don't necessarily always agree with the message I didn't know what or, the message was in this movie. I was perplexed. Well, I don't know if there was. I don't know that's if my I problem. I think it's just supposed is, to make you think. Is Okja? I kind uh, of lost the this the the message there at the end. I was kind of going. Jakey. What? What? Is, what are you trying to tell me here? Uh, so, that Jake Gyllenhaal is wonderful. That's the message. He is great in that. Don't let don't let it get confused. The message is that Jake just Gyllenhaal is great. And then in and then. Well, That's from the movie, in, by the way. Henry wasn't yelling at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yelling at what Brandon Chloe. That's off, off the show. So. No, he's, he's, he's very different it, off of it's a, it's the It's a part. brutal, brutal it's horrible. process. <laughs> so, no, but, okay, in talking about Okja and this, I felt like this movie brought up some interesting ideas, but 
I didn't think for the most part like it was trying to have a crazy message. Like Which I felt like worse. I felt like <laughs> I was just trying to be an action movie and have some interesting ideas about it. Which is was fine with me for this type of movie. Yeah. And so kind of. And so I mean, at times it became too simple in that way and didn't really bring up many ideas. But I felt like there were multiple times, like particularly with having seven identical sisters and each one goes out on their own day and all takes the uh, identity ide- of, of Karen Sutton. Or Sutton. Sutton. Karen Sutton. Karen Sutton. Karen Sutton. And I really liked that idea and I liked the s- small bits of what hap- what happens to one of you happens yes. to all of you. you know, that was scene, my favorite part. There's a pretty gritty, oh. there's a pretty graphic scene. Yeah. It's, like, it's stomach churning. You're watching it. So yeah. It's intense and it really gives you some insight into the the psychological profile of yeah. the sisters. Yeah. It is it is rough to watch. You really don't expect it. So. Again, it might be because I was just at home, but I've never said dang so many times watching a movie. Yeah. Every time I was like, dang. Willem yeah. Dafoe was great in that Yeah, scene. he was. He's he good was in so everything. Good. Yeah. Well, he's creepy, yeah, he but he is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, that's the thing is, is Okja and then this, they obviously have, I think, sort of agendas, but what they're trying to say with those agendas Policeman just went by with his lights on. But what they're trying to, yeah. But what they're trying to say exactly, I don't know what the message is. They've been listening to us. Which, which, I think is maybe the point. Is it leaves it for you to draw your own conclusion about these issues? Yeah. But um, I mean, I think it's just. It's also a thing that has actually happened in the world. So like, it's more. Kind you of know, in a, in a way, a, a mess. Its message, if anything, is: look what can happen if that. We're, I mean, we're dealing with it today. Like, what if the people who are you know lower and middle class aren't rising up against the, these people right. who have crazy amounts of power? And look what look what can happen in a futuristic setting if we don't fix this one issue or another, and yeah. how some people can take advantage advantage of that. And I just thought it fell flat. What? It was trying to work with so much, but yeah. like not not carefully enough to actually weave it into anything yeah. particularly meaningful. Right. My favorite part of the movie was just the the characters and their journeys. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. the other ideas ne- neither here nor there. Really, which well, is bad when they're actually important ideas. That's well, what I'm saying. I feel like they're yeah. owed some kind of respect because, like I said. Oh, these things have happened. Mm. Some of the things in the movie probably will happen. Some similar issues, but like. Well, that's that's the thing is is is, you've got these social messages, and I think that's kind of where I get confused is whether they actually have. And I, uh, an agenda. Whether they have a message. Whether they have a conclusion that they're trying mm-hmm. to convey, mm-hmm. or if it's simply, putting out this issue and saying. Here it is. This is something we need to consider. Here's a possibility for what might happen down the road. And um, I don't know. That's kind of why I get a little lost in it is I don't know. I'm kind of trying to figure out, okay, are they trying to tell me this and this is how I should feel about it? Or are they just are they just conveying the message and leaving me to draw my own conclusions? Yeah, I mean, in terms of me thinking it's more of a essentially just more of an action sci-fi movie with some ideas. I feel like the ideas with the overpopulation and everything is really just like a skeleton for the characters. And that's then they're rude. Just, 
It's rude. How is that rude? That's what tons of movies Because it's affected millions of people. Right. No, no. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, like, taking the idea seriously. I think it has some points that feel very relevant. I'm just saying for this movie, it just feels like it's a how these characters are dealing with that issue rather than this is what's yeah, which happening. If they didn't this is the it, issue. I could see that if they didn't interweave it with, like, the core of the political motion of the whole thing, mm. which also kind of fell flat. I was like, what the heck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I mean, I did, but... Also, my biggest problem with the movie was how did... Um, all seven of them developed that accent when the only person they'd ever heard talk was Willem Dafoe. Oh, the accent. <laughs> Whatever. One star. <laughs> um, but I did, like, I mean, I... That I was... didn't bother anyone else? No. Well... What not, the heck? I'm not really. There were so many little plot holes like that that they all just kind of built up. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there's... Because a lot of these projects want to use actors who are good. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I know one of my they've favorite. Got an accent, they've one of my got favorite an actors is Gil Garcia Bernal. He's Mexican. Oh yeah, everything. So he's good. Yeah, can't super talk, but but well, I mean, amazing. you know, I'm watching Mr. Mercedes, and you've got Brendan Gleeson, who's living in Bridgeton, Ohio. Yeah, right. You so know, still about his, and he's still got his Irish his, accent. Irish, Irish, bro, Irish Scottish brogue. I forget. Well, Irish accent. I'll just say Irish he's accent. Irish. I always forget whether it's Get Irish. But um, <laughs> I really like and and it, they don't they don't really say anything about it except at one point they mention that he immigrated over as a kid and I'm thinking well he the guy's in his sixties now I appreciate the effort mm-hmm. I appreciate he's, the effort that's better these characters in his sixties now so why is he still speaking with an Irish accent but um I wasn't really thinking about that at all in this but. And I'd say it again, but I mean, it, she's amazing. It came it, up. Whether her accent is... Yeah, she's amazing. I'm not blaming her. I'm saying oh, yeah. why did nobody... Well, it came up, They could have given Willem an act. William an act. I never know how to say his name. Mr. Will- Defoe. Willem. Willem. I don't Willem. like saying Willem. Willem. Mr. Willem. Defoe, they could have given an accent. <laughs> Willem. <laughs> Willem, there we go. But, um, I don't know, it's just susp- it's one of those suspension of disbelief things. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe her teacher at school had an accent and they all took it home and I don't know. <laughs> Also, that little girl looks just like baby Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Did you guys notice this? She looks just like little JGL. Huh. I didn't think of that. Mm. Yeah. All right. Just me. The little yeah. girls had freckles and JGL doesn't. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, they did have freckles, though. That I did. Yeah, notice. they did. Yeah. But um, I, think, I think the third act is probably where I was the least interested I think that's where you could. I could tell the where third act is that where they're infiltrating the. Yeah. There's everything with the. It let me down. I bought a lot of shoes. <laughs> I, I got so bored. <laughs> I just started buying shoes. Like oh online like. Yeah. Okay. Zappos. Did you go to Zappos? No. No. Uh, she's not a Zappos girl. I get good sales. Nordstrom rack. <laughs> nice. But I I felt like it just it took a little too long to wrap up and I feel like you could tell where it was going and so I was ready. For things to be yeah, resolved. exactly. And uh, and then you only have two... You have essentially the straight uh, Numi or Pas character who's just relati- a relatively normal woman where she's not much of a caricature. And then you have the other one who's the more the tough one. And she's not... By her, herself, they're not that compelling. And so I feel like... And it's just this, them two a lot of the time. And so mm-hmm. it's not as... 
interesting as what you had seen before. That was my least favorite part, but I did really like the action a lot. I was worried that it was just going to be bland action, but I thought the action was cool. The editing I thought was quite good in the action sequences. And the fighting, the fight in the the raid Mm -hmm. in the house where they're using household items, Mm -hmm. that was awesome. Like the... It kind of made me mad. Why? Because, like, I don't know how to say this well. The most masculine ones were the only ones who were good at fighting. I'm, like, really going off today. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But, like, with the... But, like, with the... Yeah, but with, like, the the really short hair and, like, the very... Well, yeah, but you saw them, like, training and stuff. Wouldn't that make... Yeah, still. Still made me mad. Well... The other ones were useless. So you're saying just because somebody... Just because somebody's athletic, they're manly? No, it was the clothes and the haircut and everything. You can wear a dress and still know how to kick someone in the face. True. But anyway, I liked <laughs> I liked the the use of household items like the uh, hot water and the. It's all well, been. I don't guys. think this is like the you know most original. I didn't movie, like but it. Everybody. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Chloe has spoken. I, I didn't like it. Yeah, it I didn't wasn't. Hate it. I mean, the action sequences wasn't. It wasn't anything original. It's you know a bunch of guys and they get beaten up by people and like not expecting them. There's some cool blood effects in this. That but, poor man. Which one? Dude. Who got burned and then no, smashed the in the face with an iron and then uh, tricked? Hmm? Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't like that. The 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 guy who gets tricked <laughs> <laughs> near the end. You know who's who, who's on who's on the journey, so to speak, with them. Oh, that guy. Yeah, That's feels creepy. bad for him. Ugh, never mind. Oh yeah, that is it's fucked up. It's, like it's, it's weird. Yeah. Also, the doorman just gets shot. Well, sorry. I oh, just, it's nice, weird. Nice guy, that guy. It just... Yeah. Well, he's always quoting Langston Hughes, right? Yeah. He's, a, he's quoting Raisin in the Sun and some other Langston Hughes poems. And, and uh... It wasn't Raisin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The There's whole... a dream deferred dry up like a raisin in the sun. Something. something. I'm not up to date on my Langston Hughes. So that's that's what he, he's, he does quote that specifically. I just didn't like it. I just think it was not... I don't know how to phrase this well. It was just okay. lazy. I think it was just lazy. It just wasn't really sorted properly. They didn't care enough or something. I don't know. What do you mean? Nothing was thought through enough to be good. Well, I will. I, <laughs> just I'll like, say... what the heck? Okay, I'm going to say, okay. So they're having huge problems, right? Right. They're, the world is basically impoverished and stuff, yeah? Especially mm-hmm. the government, clearly, and everything like that, yeah. right? How the heck do they have the resources for some of the things in that movie? Like, in no term, spoilers, but, like... In, in terms of the Bureau? Medically the, and everything? Well, I feel like they... This, I mean, as you see in some... I think a lot of movies where the government is taking all the yeah. profits from stuff, you know? And by, I, I did but think... Maybe at times it was overdone, I would, so I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm out of it. The little hand cell phones, I'm done so. Also, there's no way they can all have different cell phones if they're trying to stay hidden. The whole thing's stupid. <laughs> I'm out. There's so many holes. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. If but I'm I mean, gonna, they, they showed that. Well, they showed world. that at the beginning of the film as Willem Dafoe took all these government issued items, right? The little wristbands and so forth. How to get him. And he. Hmm? He's Willem Dafoe. How to he's get him. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. He's Willem freaking Dafoe. <laughs> But he, but he takes all of them, and you see, you see him tinkering with all of them. And I guess By in the order way, to make them uniform. Another thing, 
Why is why did Willem Dafoe have to take them? Why couldn't their mom do this? Because she's dead. She, she's dead. She died. She died. She died? In she childbirth. died childbirth. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. All right, I'm wrong <laughs> on that one. But spoiler. <laughs> I was really wondering that. I, I like the uh, the flashbacks of where they were preparing as if Me someone too. someone comes in. I said that was also stupid because if your kid is missing and there's only supposed to be one kid, that was the whole thing, right? What's her name? Okay, just kidding. They're preparing. If a kid was missing and people came, with, why would you have another kid sitting at the table? No, no. I think it's like, what if there was just someone who came investigating that, they had that to have, house? Yeah, they that had to have one girl sitting at the table. Why? The kid was like, she's hidden. out in the park. Some. Or army. I mean, I think just in terms of just them being suspicious if there's more than one child. Okay, but guess what? They did it when one of the kids was... Is that a spoiler? I don't care. When no. one of the kids was missing, they had a kid sitting at the table. If he's a genius, he can't think through that the police might come with his mm. kid who's just wandering around, and then there's another kid who looks the same sitting at the table. <laughs> Madness. It's just dumb. It's just yeah. dumb. Well. I mean, they cut some corners. There were some things <laughs> they did as expedients to move the plot along and to keep the, the, the flow of the film sort of moving forward, actions, dynamic, interesting, keep you engaged. I don't know that it's necessarily lazy. Lazy is... No stars. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you either, like, you either, Chloe either loves everything or she just hates she, it. She, like, she study like, in polarity. Beyond belief. I can't, no, no, no. Ghost story, point break. Numi was, Numi was good. Uh, I'll give it a star and a half. Well, I mean, the, the, the other How thing generous. is, if you're if you're dealing with a dystopian future like this, then there are certain things you have to you have to make leaps of faith with regard to how yeah, society has changed. I mean, this is supposed to be what a few hundred? Well, maybe no, it's twenty seventy four. It's fifty like fifty, yeah, 50 it's years 50 in the future. Freaking years. We don't even have hoverboards yet. Where's my jetpack? <laughs> <laughs> I want my personal jetpack. Let's just all go watch Back to the Future instead. I'd be down. Best movies of all time. It's a cool movie. No. <laughs> oh, no. Just a single answer. No. <laughs> well. I'm going to... All these movies of my childhood that everybody talks about, like, they're so wonderful. Oh, E.T. is the best thing ever. No. Back to the Future. Back to the Future is so awesome. No. Oh, it is. It is awesome. The next pet I'm no. getting, I'm naming him Smarty McFly. For sure. No. <laughs> You're not doing that. No. Well. I don't, I don't approve. <laughs> we'll leave that for another show. We'll have a, a, a Braden childhood special show where you talk about all the ones you it think It was are... my childhood, too. No. I just, didn't get to, I just didn't get to see it in theaters. It was still my childhood. Oh. Grew up well. on those movies. Oh, uh, well. Interesting. Well, that's interesting. I like how she did the, they made Glenn Close look like Hillary Clinton, and then she does a little faint, like what happened to Hillary Clinton. Oh, right. I yeah. thought that was funny. I didn't know if that was on purpose or not, but it was amusing. That was the other thing I was wondering is, is I mean, I could see a little bit of Hillary Clinton in her character, and I was going, really? Are they trying to, because she was a pretty despicable yeah. person. Yeah. And I was just kind of going, uh, what? Yeah, there you uh, go. Uh, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Uh, I mean, does does this Tommy Vercola really hate Hillary Clinton? Why? Maybe so. 
I don't know. Neither of them had really done anything, right? Except for um, Handsome Gretel Vampire Hunter, or whatever it is. Wait, which Hunters? Hunters? Right, then... the director and the writer. Not done a lot of stuff. No. Oh, well, it was different writers, I think, but yeah, he did. It was Dead Snow and Handsome Gretel. Well, I don't and think then... the writer did anything either. Quite. Hmm? I don't think the writer had really done anything oh, really? either. I, I think we, it, was, it was a couple people, but yeah. Writers. I definitely have done much. Fucking writers, you know. <laughs> God damn it, man. Get real. They're all horrible. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but I mean, the best part for me was Namir Pass, and so I... Yeah, me too. It's... I thought it was interesting. It's, it's worth I seeing the, just for that, honestly. I like the setup, and it, I mean, it, it, it... Watch it, like, while you're at the gym. It'll make you pumped, but that's about it. In a, <laughs> in a way, I, I felt almost like it was a throwback to some of the 80, 80s dystopian films, sort of uh, Running Man... Mm. Right, uh, you could see a little bit of Logan's Run in it, uh, which well, that Logan's Run was what seventy something, early mid seventies. I forget exactly when, but but I mean, I saw a bunch of uh, early dystopian future type films, and I thought it was it was interesting in that sense because it was uh, taking a plausible scenario in order to to deal with. Um, food shortages in the world we turn to gm food uh genetically modified food and then this ends up having the unexpected consequence of increasing birth rates because people start having you know uh twins and uh triplets and everything up to septuplets and probably octomoms right mm-hmm. so <laughs> Octomom, new movie. Octomom, new whatever. Movie. What, yeah. what happened to Octomom? <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but it took this sort of plausible scenario and then stuck unwitting people into this dystopian future. And yeah, I mean, you know, you have a large, faceless organization, the, the Child Allocation Bureau, uh, and you have to make a few leaps of faith with regard to some things like the technology and, and um, you know, social engineering in order to maintain this one child policy, all this kind of stuff. But I mean, the thing, the interesting thing about it is, as you pointed out earlier, Chloe, I mean, this is something that China has a one child policy mm-hmm. and it is largely, did they, no, they haven't abolished it yet. Yeah, they did. Did they? Not? Did they? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Well, they have, the way that they do it is they don't have a hard and fast. If you have more than one children, then, uh, then we're gonna, you know, put them in front of a firing squad. That's that's oh inhumane. Gosh, that's disgusting, <laughs> right? But I think they've done it in a in a in an interesting way where they've said, okay, you've got one kid now. If you want to, if you if you go and you have a second, you pay for it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that brought up a lot of questions about uh, children in Western societies and whether or not you know. Having all these tax breaks, tax incentives for having large families, is that really still yeah. necessary? Mm-hmm. I don't work on a farm. So, no. So, <laughs> no? Yeah. And I mean, that's the Your thing. Your girl it's... doesn't work on a farm. <laughs> I mean, but. Guys, you know? But uh, the question's about social engineering in order to to increase or decrease birth rates. And I mean, it's it's an important. Oh, I didn't question. mention Katie Holmes. She's in the movie, in Logan Lucky. Yeah, Sorry. you mentioned her. I did. Yeah, yeah you yeah. did. Oh, okay. She's yeah. just kind of there. 
She's, she, it's a relatively minor role. Anyways. She doesn't show up at all when it happened to Monday. No, no. <laughs> or no. does she? Or does she? <laughs> Katie Holmes is on a... Seven Katie Holmes. Spot the Katie Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Mondays, Katie Holmes. Um, <laughs> so, um, but it's uh, an interesting, you know, feels a little different from a lot of the stuff that's been coming out and... So it's not, it's not like it's going to be on my top ten of the year or anything, but it's a cool movie and a good showcase for New Mirror Poss. And yeah. I mean, I, yeah, she's really good. I hope I, that she gets more... You guys should watch War from Black. Then you'll have even uh, less Yeah, it's just another show. War from Black is so good. I know. It's Ugh, too much crap to watch. Yeah. She's so good. Uh, that's what I've heard. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've heard that as well. I've heard it's a really spectacular show. Yeah, I because see they that. actually think through the writing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's a that's a serialized show versus Classic. a two hour. So you've got to you've got to make certain no concessions. You've got to make good movies. This was a good movie. Chloe doesn't think so. You're entitled to your opinion, but you know how I feel about everybody else's opinion. Yeah, they're all wrong. Fuck them. <laughs> Throw them um, in the dumpster fire. <laughs> exactly. Well. I'm about out of stuff to say. Yeah, um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I applaud Netflix for at least tackling these issues. Mm. Didn't tackle anything. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, so it's... Um, it was no Transformers. <laughs> then again, what is? <laughs> yeah. Then again, who does? Yeah. There's my Blade Runner reference. Oh, true. Good one. <laughs> She won't live forever. She won't live forever. But then again, who does? <laughs> nobody. Nobody. No, I, I know. Nobody ever seen this. No, film. I know. I love Blade Runner. I'm just kidding. I also like Blade Runner. Yeah. And, and so, all right. Well, let's give uh, star ratings for this this thing. It's four for me. What? Four. All yeah. Right. I'm going four as well. Really? Dang. One and a half. Oh. I really raised I'm, it from what I had. I'm sorry that I'm making you watch all these shitty it's movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to pay for this one, so that's fine. true. All right. Well, hopefully you had fun with that one. Um, I yeah. really like the shoes I got, though. I found a great deal on soccer cleats. Ooh. During that movie. What color? Well, they're they're white. They're Adidas. Nice. No. Adidas. <laughs> uh, yeah, my favorite. Okay. <laughs> well, let's with that done. Thanks for tuning in to Shoes with Chloe. <laughs> we'll have that a new new little segment right after we do the reviews. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on to a little bit of news. Um, so no trailers to talk about really this week. The big news, I guess, there's going to be a new Joker. Origin. Oh yeah, Scorsese. <laughs> you just blew the big reveal, Chloe. <laughs> I was setting up. I was I'm building so a narrative. You stole his thunder. Yeah. You okay. stole his thunder. Okay. <laughs> he feels he's, he's deflated now. I'm so excited. So well, Harry's not anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm in the dumpster. He's going to go cry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be a, a, a DC Joker origin story film that is going to be separate from the, the other DC movies like Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman. 
And it's actually, they just announced just about an hour or two ago that there is going to be a whole new line of DC movies that aren't going to be connected to those. And the Joker movie is going to be the first one. But it's being produced by Martin Scorsese, you know, who obviously did, like, Goodfellas and... Love Jack Nicholson. Who's Martin Scorsese? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a nobody, you know, a jobber. Is, so. is he Ooh, sort of new on the scene? I've never heard of this guy before. <laughs> you know, and I think we've already talked about that. It's, like, my favorite story of all time. Why Martin Scorsese got into directing. I think we have. Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah. Because I have asthma. <laughs> it's about asthma. Oh, yeah. If you have asthma, you're destined for greatness. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. So, uh, anyways. I'll go get me some of that asthma. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this Joker movie, it's being, gets, this is the issue I have. It's being directed by Todd Phillips. Who, who did the Hangover Trilogy. Oh. Old School and War Dogs. So yeah, just a really yeah. impressive list of films this guy has under his belt. <laughs> Wait, was War Dogs good? That's a Jonah Hill one, right? It feels okay. I mean, it's it's all right, but... I hate what right, Old School so was... That was Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. And um, oh, uh, the, the other, yeah, other Wilson. Uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. So a very odd choice, I think, and not maybe the best either for a Joker movie. But he... Scorsese being a part of it is good enough. I think that's going to make it well great. My this is the first I've heard of it. I've been trying to pay attention to this, but I mean, it, since... it's just been like the past like twelve hours, so it's quite oh, it's quite so new. It's really really new. Yeah. Um. Maybe it's somebody else named Martin Scorsese. Maybe. S C O R S C S C. Let's spell it out. Scorsese, it's, it looks like it's spelled Scorsese, Scorsese. Yeah. but it's Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. I don't know. I, you know, okay, they're just ripping off Disney again. I suppose. Because DC, DC decided to do the large universe thing, right? Oh, Marvel did that. And now they're doing the standalone origin stories. Wait, are they doing that with Star Wars? Oh, ah. everyone's copying everybody. It's, but, so, but this is another thing. So it's going to be recast. the The Joker role is going to be recast. I mean, that's the other thing. How many freaking Jokers do you need? It should be Leo, and I can circle back to Jack Nicholson because they look alike. Nothing. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking Thank about. Thank you so much. Um, we had let's but, let's think about it. I mean, not even going back to Adam West and Cesar Romero. R.I.P. Who mm-hmm. I still like, Cesar yeah. Romero. I still like him. He was awesome. I liked him as a Joker. Mm-hmm. But not even not just talking about film. Kid. Well, no, Cesar Romero. There was a, a horrible Adam West Batman film. <laughs> uh, seriously, you should go watch it. I saw it at summer camp. He's got the. <laughs> I am dead serious. Probably before either of you guys were born, I saw it at summer camp. And, and oh, but I, I do want to mention. Think on that while, while I'm talking. All right, think on what you think that on movie. that thing. You okay. know exactly. Think on your sins. <laughs> uh, so, but Jared Leto, who was the Joker in Suicide Squad, he's expected to be in the sequel for that and Gotham City Sirens. And so they're still having more oh, than dear likely. Gosh. I love which I I love Jared Leto in, as a Joker. So they're having. Him more than likely in those movies, but they're going to have a younger actor for the standalone. Yeah, and so it's going to be two guys at once. But didn't he and know two he was married? Didn't 
Didn't he become the Joker when his wife left him? Did I make that up? Did he cut a smile on his face? No, like, you're just thinking of one of the fake backstories oh, that maybe. Heath Ledger's Joker gave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody really knows. That's all I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, nobody really knows. Sorry, where... DC listeners, you know. No. Except my dad's my dad's best friend's dad wrote Batman. What? Yeah. And, like... No joke. Like, he created Batman. You have such a cool life. Um, and ancestors. What's his... Bob Kane? I don't know. He's not... He can't be... Your aunt's... Your... Good granddad can't be Bob Kane. I didn't say my granddad. My dad's best friend's dad. Oh. My dad's best friend's name is Jesse. I don't know what his dad's deal is. <laughs> he said they wrote Batman. Shout out to Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> my dad actually was in high school with Frank Miller for a short oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Said so Frank Miller was an oddball and would sit in the back corner of the room and Shocker. light his farts. <laughs> what? Yeah. He would smell his farts? No, light his farts. <laughs> Wait, can you actually do that? Yeah. I, mean, they I had a I friend from France when I was living in New York who would light his farts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, so, well, it's... Things you know. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's going to be, I mean, and Martin Scorsese said it's going to be like an 80s, like gritty, grounded telling of the Joker. And so I think it, it could, has potential to be pretty awesome, especially with the right actor involved. And especially a movie just about the Joker. But why? Why can't they just do something new? This is new. No, no. it's not new. Ish. Ish. It's not no. new. Ish. It's the same thing for the thousandth time. It's the friggin' Joker again. Yeah. Oh, look. I'm not saying it's revolutionary. I'm saying, in terms of having a story about him rather than incorporating him with other people, it's just going to be him, pretty much, as the main character. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Uh, uh. You know, oh, I don't know. We had Jack Nicholson, then we had Heath Ledger, then we had Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Who's y'all's favorite? Then we have somebody else in there Jack. at some point. Mine's Heath. Heath. Yeah, I know. Uh, I want to say there. Well, and then there's also if you watch the Gotham TV show, Gotham. It's mm-hmm. just Gotham. Is there a Joker in that? Yes and no. It's it's actually how they handled it. I think is quite fascinating. Um, and the, the, I mean, honestly, if if DC wants to do the films, they really should take a page from Gotham. I think Gotham has hit the nail on the head. It's grim and gritty, but it's it's sort of noir movie, hard boiled, grim and gritty, rather than being like oppressive, right. anger, you know. So it's more sort of comic book, noir, gritty. As opposed to like um, uber reality gritty, which again, it's a comic book. You're dealing with superheroes. You can't right. just simply place them straight into uh, absolute reality gritty. It worked with Batman. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they're all Batman. It worked with that. Shows my <laughs> my interest. It yeah. worked with the Christopher Bale stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think I think a lot of why that worked was Christopher Nolan, though. Yeah. There's just something about him and how he, he made those king. films. <laughs> Nolan. Is no, I mean, you know, I hate to admit it because he always <laughs> sort of strikes me as a somewhat smug in his interviews. No, but, he's just probably yeah. got something yeah. going on in there. But uh, he makes... <laughs> going on? What, 
Well, I don't know, know what, how to say it. Chris, what do you have going on in that whole <laughs> head of yours, you know? I mean, you know what I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, he made he made very good Batman films, and for some reason they worked, but then all the other stuff that DC has tried to do since... And that movie Dunkirk was, wasn't bad, too. Uh, That's yeah. not the DC universe, so... No, he's talking about... Nolan. Nolan. Uh, yeah, I know, but... <laughs> I'm talking about the DC oh, okay. universe. Oh, okay. But, um... But how they deal with Joker in Gotham, it's really fascinating. It's it's a, a kid because this is when Bruce Wayne is is a child, right? Mm-hmm. That's when he's early teenager. Um, the Joker is this sort of demented, psychotic little kid who's brought up in a in a very difficult uh, family situation. It's basically just a mother uh, uh, who is part of a carnival. A, you know, a traveling fair, traveling carnival thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she sleeps around with people. And, and so he's, oh, no. he doesn't have... No, it's not that. It's, it's that, that must have made him a mass murderer. It's yeah. that they're... Classic. Well, it's all these all these guys are terrible. It's, they sort of are right. in his life and out of his life. They mistreat his mother. Right. Uh, she doesn't care about him. He He's horribly... He's treated horribly by by this parade of men... Uh, and I mean, it's, it's just a bad situation for him all around. Mm-hmm. And so he, 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 he turns into this, this Joker character and he, he assumes this sort of Joker persona and, and, um, he actually is then killed, but then his, his persona sort of turns into this, uh, counterculture, that. counterculture movement. <laughs> like, like Santa. Yeah. Santa <laughs> mass murders. Be cool movie. Yeah. God. You obviously haven't seen Silent Night, Deadly Night. No. Uh-huh. Oh, good title. Um, intrigue. <laughs> but, um... Looks like we're going to get a rainstorm. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Why? We I like rain. That. Because I missed... The one thing that I need in my life is soccer. Like, I require it, and I couldn't play playing yesterday. It in, playing Excuse me. I couldn't play yesterday. If I can't play today, okay. if I can't play today, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. But playing soccer in the rain is, like, the yeah, best Yeah, I can't. Thing. They close the field. Oh, that's stupid. That's, that's... I'm going to literally, if it rains, I'm going to flip out. That's bullshit. Sorry, you can continue now. Bull. I'm going to be in a really Bull. bad mood the rest of the day. If it starts raining, my eyes will It might be short. Start. Okay, keep going. That's fine. But it's... Uh, I mean, the, the main interest... Kind of getting back, it's my main excitement for it is that it's Martin Scorsese because that, you would that's someone you, who you would not think would be a part of something like this, and so that's what I'm interested in more than anything. Uh, Rather, no matter what story they take or how they do also it, also, he's so good with the mob stuff, yeah. And so, it's gonna, I think uh-huh. it's gonna be an interesting molding of uh, artists and ideas. Maybe and I like the fact that they're going with the Joker rather than doing you know. Oh, let's look at another superhero. But then again, how about let's just make a new character? That's one. Well, yeah. I mean, why? Why the Joker? Why the Joker over and over and over and over? I mean, they've got they've got the huge because everyone is like array of characters that they can choose from. That's why that everyone goes back to is the Joker. They don't need to. Well, oh yeah, I'm not saying they need to, but then give me give me give me someone. There's tons of villains out there. Give me another one. Let's have a Genghis Khan movie. Ooh. Well, you know. <laughs> Ray, <laughs> Ray Shah Ghul is interesting. And he sort of shows up in the first one. You see him a little bit. Who? Ray Shah Ghul. Ghul. Who? The Liam Neeson. Oh, uh, okay. I'm 
back in. <laughs> Leave me to, oh. <laughs> back in. Um, that's an interesting character. Why not see more of him? Because he's busy. Yeah. <laughs> not Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're doing an. Is Ewan McGregor going to be in the new Obi Wan Kenobi that's, movie? That's what I was just. We're just going to get into. Because if not, don't care. So. If so, obviously. The can. next spinoff idea, which there's all these fucking spinoffs. There's an Obi Wan Kenobi spin, Star Wars spinoff, and so there's going to be the Han Solo one next year, mm-hmm. and then there's um this apparently looks like it's going to be the next one They're doing after a that Yoda one as well. I thought. Oh. And, and I heard they're they doing the they're considering it. I heard Jabba the Hutt they're considering, just recently. No. Yeah. I don't exactly. care. Jabba the Hutt. Exactly. I don't care. On Solo, I I Lando Calrissian one would be awesome. I know he's going to be, you know, Donald Glover's portraying him in the Han Solo one, but I think a Lando Calrissian standalone would be really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the light bar. Why not? Yeah. It's a trap. Oh, apparently it was Bob Kane's great nephew, who was my dad's best friend. Oh, so cool. Who cares? Yeah, nephews are nothing. Pointless nephews. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't. My dad have... got mad at me for messing up the Robert Redford story last time because he actually listens to this. He was like, "No, we were in the airport, and I had my cowboy hat on, and he thought, and then." So I didn't see him, but he knocked into me, so I went to punch him in the face. And then he saw, so he went to punch me in the face, but we know sometimes when neither of us punch either one. And that's what happened. He was really nice. I said, okay. <laughs> so there you go, everyone. Yeah, anyone who was <laughs> wanting clarification on that Robert Redford story, we got it. We, we got you now. We, 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 we love our fact listeners. checker on that. We apologize. We love it. our listeners. We do, we do anything for you, so. Yeah. There you go. All right, I feel better. That's <laughs> uh, that's that clear now. I mean, I getting back to this. So I don't really care about all these spinoffs, but it could be interesting if you and McGregor I comes want back. A Danny DeVito, Penguin, <laughs> bring back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's another one. Why couldn't they do? Why couldn't they do Penguin? That'd be cool. I'd be down. Why couldn't they do? Why couldn't they do the Riddler? because it's all do something new. Just do something new. Well, those those would be new. I mean, all we see is the Joker. We've seen, uh, we've seen no. two two iterations of the Joker in Batman movies. We've seen the Joker uh, as uh, in Suicide Squad. This is not my point, Brayden. I mean, someone who we can't already name. Oh, it's a new person. Well, there's loads of people around. You can think. Yeah, of but I mean, if they've got if they've got the candle, they don't they don't want to just make fabricate a new character. I mean, yes, they it could. That's me. And yes, it might be, a, it could be a good idea, but I mean, if they've got such a, a, a rich mythology already, why not pick, but that's, I guess that's my point, why not pick a character, a lesser known character? Yeah. If it's a standalone film, why do you have to do, I, I know what you're saying, no, People are they standing. don't need to do that, why not do something wholly original, which also I think would be better at least than doing yet another Joker Hey, look, the Joker. Hey, look, the Joker. Hey, look, the Joker. It's like every five years, we get more Joker shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. So, But I, I love Joker stuff, so I, I'm in. I mean, Heath Ledger, and it wasn't just his portrayal, but it was the context in which the Joker was portrayed. And the fact that it wasn't just like, oh, he's, he's like some mass-murdering loony 
No, he was actually clever. There was a psychological Yeah, those bugs. Aspect. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. Right yeah, there, I mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> but, um. On it. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> when I'm at work, you know. <laughs> So. Next, yeah. next, you're gonna be behind the counter pulling shots with little yeah. prosthetic makeup scars. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just as the shots start pulling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. I'm not thrilled about it. I, you know, I, I'm not necessarily opposed to the idea of having standalone, but not the Joker. Just yep. no, no, no Joker. Just anything but the Joker. Mm-hmm. I kind of get it for, like, for heroes who integrate into bigger stories. Like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I get way more than I get the Joker. Right. Because, like, what the heck is going to happen? Like, what's the point? Well, I think it's an origin. Yeah, but... So that way people know... I was satisfied with his wife left him, so he slid his face open. That was fine with me. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of good ones out there already, so... I don't need a whole movie. Again, it's... Well, I mean... Why do we need more? I can understand that the Joker is, is... psychologically a very flawed individual. His profile must be just alarming to look at. And so the question is, how did he get to that point? And that could be interesting. Yeah, but why the Joker? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you know, there are any number of villains who I'm sure have had interesting, intriguing backstories. and, And, you know, why not bring them to the forefront? I don't know. We'll see. That's what other the future ones could be, so you never know. Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, there's not much other news, really, for the most part. Is anything you all have heard about over the last week or so that are... No. Did you, did you see the one thing I'll just bring up? Apple's investment in original movie and TV content? No. They're, they're investing. No, but they're, that reminds me of the another piece of news, which I'll get to. I'm right. sorry when you're done. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, so they're in, investing $1 billion in producing uh, original movie and TV content over the next year. Like for iTunes? Or, I mean, just for them to release, as in, like, original Apple. On what platform? I'm not sure. It's weird that they're doing because, I mean, Amazon, they don't actually make... Right. Well, no, they do make their own content for their streaming service, but in terms of films, they've gotten into the distribution game now, and yeah. so there are studios that will put out films, and Amazon right. Studios will mm-hmm. Dis- mm-hmm. distribute them. Yeah, so Amazon, Amazon doesn't produce or... I, and I think they may have mentioned some type of streaming service, but they they invested or are investing $1 billion in doing this, so hmm. it's going to be different or big. I mean, I... I guess everybody has seen that it's lucrative to actually produce shows. I don't understand how it is because I don't understand science-y, math-y things. Mm-hmm. But, like, how, did, how no does one Netflix does. make money off of all that stuff? Well, is, is, well, that's one piece of news. Is Didn't Netflix release something saying they were something like $20, 20 billion, billion in, in the hole? Yeah. And then they're, they're still but making they're like more okay stuff. But they're, like, okay with it. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing that puzzles me. Is how <laughs> are you $20 billion, billion with a B in debt? <laughs> Yeah, and the, the, just I remember a few weeks previously they had touted that they had reached some ludicrous number of subscribers. Yeah, they have. I think they hit a high point recently. Bio? And there's still twenty billion in debt. So how do you? 
what is the what is the discre- are they putting out too much money in producing these things? Right. Which I think obviously so. because how do you get it? I'm sure this falls on me not knowing stuff. Like I don't know how the crap a radio works or like a CD player. So I, how why would I know how this works? But how do no, they make money off of it? How subscription? But fees. people are going to subscribe anyway. You're not going to subscribe. I mean, I think there are about five An people on the earth who would be like, Adam Sandler, I gotta get Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, well, Nobody that's, just that's his grandma. If I were, if, if, well, apparently, if I were looking for places to save money, the first thing I'd do is just cut all that Adam Sandler shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Well, apparently, it's, it's, some of his films are the most viewed on, on, on uh, Netflix compared to everything else. Like the ridiculous six had more. I might have to viewer. cancel my Netflix subscription just in protest. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure so. it'll work. But I mean, it's it's going to be. Interesting. I enjoy a lot of the content, but the Adam Sandler stuff is just—it's awful, awful garbage, awful <laughs> dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what Apple does with because they have obviously have a lot of money, and so who knows? It could be really good. And I'm curious to see how they plan on releasing it. So Well, it could be. I mean, it's interesting because um, it's not necessarily a streaming platform, but who is it? AT&T bought out to DirecTV, and the first thing that they've done is That's Mr. Right. Mercedes. Mr. Mercedes so far has been spectacular. Mm-hmm. Grayhand uh, has never liked anything more. Yeah, than he likes Mr. Mercedes. <laughs> it's good. I'm, it's I'm very current right now. I mean, fun. there's a lot of there's. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, not fun. But. Um, well, I mean, it's current. It's 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 an ongoing series right now, so obviously it's in it's in the forefront, and it's interesting because again, it's the first effort by this new AT and T entity, mm-hmm. um, and so I mean, it, it, obviously this sort of model works. It's just it's just funny because it seems as though everybody's jumping on this train now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix, I think, sort of started it. And then you've got Hulu, you've got Amazon. Yeah. Uh, both of them are putting out original content. Uh, my miss, I think I feel there's some there's some others out there. YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, YouTube, YouTube Red. So. Yeah, that's right, YouTube Red. Yeah, that's the other big one. And now, uh, now apparently you've got Apple jumping into the game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, that's fine. <laughs> we'll see what they that's do. That's fine. All right. I mean, it's it, it it's an it's an inevitability at this point. There's no way to avoid it. I suppose. Yeah. So it's going to happen. Yeah. So but whatever. If that's... they do good content, they do good content. If they don't, then I won't watch it, and I don't give a shit anyway. <laughs> Yay! Yay! That's the way to go. You said it. All right. That was my other big piece of news, which I wanted oh, yeah. to talk about was Disney. Well, Disney. didn't you? <laughs> no, didn't you Disney. hear this? Disney's actually starting their own streaming. Oh service. yeah, and, I did and, not. And yeah, so Disney, they're going to be trying to remove. I heard they got in trouble. Yeah, well, so they're trying to remove all of the Disney and you know, which includes Marvel, Star Wars from Netflix. Oh dang! Yeah, really? The Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm are both yeah, Disney. And by 2019, have their own service where it just streams only Disney things, and huh. so that could be an issue for. And apparently Netflix is trying to fight that because obviously a lot of the stuff on Netflix that gets the biggest ratings is Rogue One and Marvel uh, stuff. The Marvel films, Doctor Strange. How much does a DVD cost? A DVD? Yeah. A new one is like fifteen bucks, but DVDs are garbage. 
Blu-ray. Um, I'm just saying, I feel like it's people could just get those if that's the only thing. That's what, I wish people would start getting more physical media, but in terms of... Uh, it's like the Captain America, and, and then also there's a lot of Disney movies like the animated stuff. Yeah, that, there's Mo. I, I saw Moana. Moana. A yeah, few and weeks so back if and all of that goes, did you love films. it? I, I thought it was okay. I, I kind of like Moana. It oh, was I fun. saw this thing. It was the same as another I like movie. The Jermaine Clement song. I saw the thing where it was like the exact same as Lord of the Rings. Have you guys seen that? Mm-mm. That's it. They okay. had like a play-by-play of how it was the exact same plot. Oh, as really? Lord of the Rings. Huh. Yeah. Moana. Oh. Yeah. Really? I'll yeah. look that up. Interesting. Sure. But I, I think if this ends up happening, Netflix Netflix could be in trouble because they could lose a lot of their big, biggest ratings. and Yeah. You know, so. They're already well, in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even, even a bigger trouble here. So. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering is, is this $20 billion debt thing. I mean, how... If they think they can make that back, okay, fine. But, I mean, how do you get that massively into debt i don't know i mean is it were they scrambling to put out content in an effort to increase viewership they do have so much stuff with so many big people like that show with um acting kutcher and the ranch just yeah. the new black and yeah. all kinds of stuff well they've done a lot of things and and well that's the other thing that i'm wondering about is what's going to happen to all these uh smaller properties that are actual netflix created produced properties Mm -hmm. so luke cage daredevil jessica jones iron fist and now the defenders yeah that could be those are all made by netflix but which one are they in what universe that's marvel those are all (gasps) marvel properties what's gonna happen oh thief that's like when someone does a really good move in a board game gotcha you work for all this stuff i'm just gonna take it now gotcha well, that's that's the thing is is, but they don't belong in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Oh, never mind. There are references. <laughs> they live in the New York, which is in the Marvel Cinematic, but they're not actual characters. They never will oh, show I'm so up. Confused. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, Whatever. Don't bother with me. Yeah. Um, I watched two episodes of there's Jessica like Jones. The, there's like the tier oh, one. I, super I really like Jessica Jones. Hated not as, it. Not as much as the other stuff. Hated it. I why? Boring. Jessica Jones? Yeah, she was hmm. basic. I, she was just depressed, first of all. I liked it. And I then, thought it was really no, good. No, and the one nice person died. Didn't like that. And then Spoiler. David Tennant was really... Oh, big deal. And then David <laughs> Tennant was really good, but I can see him in about 2,000 other things. Not worth it. I just thought it was really boring. I didn't get it. Gemma thought it was boring, was, too. I thought it was kind of good. Yeah. I really enjoyed Christian Ritter, and I, I liked oh, yeah, the fact I that they had... Too. I like well, I like the fact that they had a superhero who was actually struggling with PTSD because of how she had been sort of abused. Go by watch that Will Smith movie. Kilgrave. Will Smith movie. Wild Wild West? <laughs> was that when he was a, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like that, but that's not. I kind of enjoyed Hancock, but it was, it's not. You know, they, they sort of. The Iron Man 3, they sort of did PTSD thing, but it, there was so much other crap going on. Mm-hmm. His whole struggle with PTSD sort of became, you know, like a tertiary, not even a secondary, but like a tertiary yeah. thing. And uh, I think it was more front and center in Jessica Jones, and, and it was more an interesting sort of psychological understanding of her character. It was just too slow for me. I feel you, but... Well, a lot of the things, I mean, Iron Fist, <clears throat> if you go and look at the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, Iron Fist, it's just all the critics hated it. Is it, it good? 
I liked it. I'll try it. All the critics hated it because over. they all, well, they all said, oh, it's so slow, and uh, it's just this, and slow. Chloe's going to hate it. Hey, hey, hey. I like it. <laughs> I, I like, not. well, I like when they take their time to develop slow. characters and develop plot rather than just they were nonstop of, action. All the posters I saw when I was, like, traveling around Europe for, like, a month, a while ago, Iron Fist everywhere and Boss Baby. Hmm. Boss Baby and Iron the Fist. The big two. Only, tra- only posters and stuff I saw anywhere. Huh. Every country. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What countries? Italy, Germany, England. Well, probably England had more. I don't remember. Uh, the other places I went. Oh, Spain. I can't really remember <laughs> There's the other rest. European places. <laughs> I can't I remember. Know. I can't remember the rest right there was now. There's something but. with a B, I think. <laughs> right. Hmm? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it'll just be curious to see what happens. How, how that Netflix. affects who takes it. Who takes yeah. yeah. It's like watching a bad divorce and seeing. Who That's what I was thinking mm, too. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I actually thought of a recommendation. First time. Ooh, teaser for First the end of the time. show. All right. Well, uh, with that done, let's move on to a little bit of the mail. So we the film buds podcast at gmail dot com is. The address where you can reach us. We'd love to hear from you. It always makes my day when I see a listener question in my inbox. So please feel free. And we're also are on Twitter and on Facebook, so you can send us messages there too if you want. Uh, but anyway, so we have one from Mason, and sorry, no, uh, Dang no, it. no, no location, Chloe. He, no location. He did it on purpose. Yeah, he, he knew. Uh, Ugh. John Byrne or yeah. Brian. <laughs> Bryn, Bryn. Bryn. John Bryn from the last show or the show before didn't. So, Edge of Tomorrow was my favorite movie of 2014, and so you can probably predict my level of excitement when I heard they would be doing a sequel with the same director, which is Doug Liman. Uh, Doug Liman said the only reason a sequel was made because. You want me to read it? No. I'm going to read it. Here. <laughs> so. I'll, I'll, I'll edit this out. I'll edit this out. And so Brayden is going to talk because I can't speak. So <laughs> am, I, am I reading this? Read the... Oh, goody. I get to read. Yeah. Hi. Edge of Tomorrow was my favorite movie of 2014. And so you can probably predict my level of excitement when I heard they would be doing a sequel. Doug Lyman said the only reason a sequel was made because of its poor financial success and strong... <laughs> Shut up. Now you're going to make me screw up. And strong critical success was of fan affection. What are some other films you wish would get sequels if that was enough to get them up and going? Thanks, waiting to hear the Soderbergh show. Mason. Uh, and there's your responses there. Yeah. My first thought is, I hope they make a sequel to that Avatar movie. They are. Four. I know. I'm doing <laughs> it was I, I know. <laughs> I know. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. More Harry Potter. Okay. Lord of the Rings. Make a sequel to that one. <laughs> well, I uh, really liked Edge of Tomorrow, and so I'm happy that they're doing a sequel, and especially with Doug Lyman, and, and especially since they, they said they actually have a very good idea for it, so I'm curious about that. Well, I mean, the, 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 I mean, that's a difficult question for me because a lot of these films, I like it better when they don't make a sequel. Right. I'll, just, I'll just tell you that straight up. Sicario, they're making a sequel. Okay, I'll go see it. Does it need a sequel? No. No. Blade Runner, getting a sequel 30-something years down the road. Director's cut. Does it need a sequel? <laughs> no. Am I going to go see the sequel? Yes. Does it need a sequel? No. 
why? Let sleeping dogs lie. That's what I say. Here's Edge of Tomorrow, I thought was spectacular. And, and, and Dang I really it! Sorry, the thunder's coming, guys. Chloe is losing it. She's losing it. <laughs> She's. Uh, but why? Why make sequels to films that are so spectacular and can stand alone on their own merits? Because Hollywood is. Because dumb. I understand it's a business model. They need to make money. They can churn out sequels, and there are people that will go see them. But that just because you can make a sequel doesn't necessarily mean that it should be made. And a lot of times, the sequel falls flat. Like, uh, Kick-Ass, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed the first one. And then they made the second one. And I went and saw it, and I went, oh. My answer now is every Nicolas Cage movie. Make 12 more. Oh, yeah. Ghost Rider! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's Season right. of the Witch! <laughs> Brayden is very excited. So good! <laughs> I love this voice that you're putting <laughs> That's a sequel voice talk. That's, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, my uh, answer's Mason. So I, my, actually, my top two favorite movies, which is Mad Max Fury Road, which that's probably going to happen at some point, and then also The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which they are doing a sequel, but it's not going to be with David Fincher or Rooney Mara or Daniel which, Craig. What the heck? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. What the fudge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so the, those are the big two, but I also said Sicario. Don't need a sequel, but I'll, I'm curious, especially since it's the same writer. And then I said Man from Uncle. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see that one. It's good. It's the a fun one. Who was it? Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Henry, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. So I and I, apparently a sequel is. Oh, I think my dog just. Creaking noises. Yeah. Bindi's pissing out from the storm. Yeah, a sequel is being written, apparently, but if it was only fans that could get, get a movie going, I would say that one, because I feel like people did really like that, even though my dog is clawing at the door. Oh, no. Hang on. Poor Bindi. And then I also said King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Dear wow. I, 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 I'm a big fan now. Okay. Yeah. And then I said Adventures of Tintin. That's another. I love that. With Jamie Bell. Yeah. And then uh, Master and Commander. <laughs> Which one? Master, Master and Commander. Commander the Russell Crowe film. I, I love movies movie. about old sailing ships, so. All right. Yeah. But here, <laughs> y'all go. I'm going to go talk to or get my dog. All right. I honestly, Chloe, what, what do you think? Because I, I, there's nothing that off the top of my head. I, this question sort of sprung on me, but yeah. I ain't even thinking about it. I had real struggle with this, too. It's an interesting question. A lot of the movies I like, I was like, oh, gosh, I wish I could watch it again for the first time, but not like I'd like another one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with a good, like Logan Lucky. Like, I wish I could watch it again for the first time. That doesn't mean I think they should do it again. Well, that's the thing. I'm not a big sequel person myself. Like, I get I get the value sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, I just did Harry Potter. There's like eight of those. But that's kind of different because it was already thought through and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dark Tower! I'll go Dark Tower. Let's make it's another... Here, here, Chloe. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's for the dog, right? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, thanks. So, I mean, I... I, again, would prefer no sequels. And... What do you Got think? Sheet. My sister said yeah. hunt for the wilder people. <laughs> oh, Benny. It's okay. It. No, no chewing the cord. 
Don't want to. Don't want to strangle you. Um, I mean, Hunt for the Wilder People is a really, really charming film. Does it need a sequel? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big. No, I'm not a big sequel. Person. Yeah, I'm not a big. I, like, I mean, if there are films that obviously deserve sequels, then. Or if they're made specifically to have a sequel, okay. Exactly, yeah. I think it should be thought through first. Like with um, that movie that I just forgot the name, Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like like I was saying before, like the aliens, they were here. They had some powers going on. They're gone. Yeah. So what next? You know? I don't, I don't know. get it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would prefer no sequels, but if I had to choose something to get a sequel, I would say something like Man from Uncle... Fury Road. Right. The more I mean, kind of action popish, just like fun movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fury Road begs the question where does that fit in? Because that is well, in and of itself. Well, apparently, they, they do have, they yeah. had two sequels right. written. Sequel. Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, it's not necessarily a sequel and itself, cause, but one it's, was, it's a continuance or reboot of a property which already had multiple sequels. Yeah, and so apparently, one of them was going to focus on Furiosa. Which is Charlize Theron's character. That would be cool. Yeah. And so I hope that happens. Uh, I don't know if it will, but I really hope it does. I mean, I, that actually makes sense to me. I would like to see sequels like in, in that, because that particular, well, that film in and of itself is spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Awesome. The two of them, awesome. I liked Rosie and Huntington Whitley. I thought she was really good. I really liked the. Uh, the world. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Was, was awesome. Yeah. And so seeing those there's characters, a lot to work with. That's true. That's my yeah. other thing. When you have your, when you've created your own world, then you can go do your thing. Stop making Joker movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, we're getting some thunder. Um, I'm pissed. Chloe is so pissed. If you could see her face, angry face. She is irate. Is still smiling. Yeah. But she's just staring. It's up in at, the eyebrows. Up at the storm. Um, the Frankenstein. I could watch another one of those. I, uh, Victor, Victor Frankenstein. Yeah, Victor Frankenstein. Give me another one of those. Really? Really? Huh. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it, but I only heard bad things about How it. It was okay. You? Then you don't listen to me, because I've said great things about it. <laughs> don't know. But that's what I mean. I only want sequels to like, like I said, fun kind of mm. entertainment. Well, see, that's the, movies. that's the thing is, is Ocean's Eleven. We mentioned Logan Lucky. Okay, earlier. that's an interesting, yeah. And um, Ocean's Eleven, I thought was good. Didn't necessarily need a sequel. Or a trequel. Or two sequels, for that matter, yeah. Trequel. 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 Let's figure it out. <laughs> but uh, 12 was me, so-so, not the best. But yeah, I actually okay. really enjoyed 13. Me Not too. as good as Ocean 7 Eleven. Mm. Ocean, yeah. <laughs> For me, Logan Lucky is still, I think, the best Soderbergh heist film out there. Um, just again, because of the, the, the subtlety, the, the, the characters, the actors. Well, you heard all of us rave about it earlier, so go back and listen to that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> does Logan Lucky need a sequel? No. No. If it gets one, would I go see it? Yes. Absolutely. Because I love the characters so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's a difficult question because, again, most of the time, 
let's leave dogs lie. If, if we can come up with another property and put these same actors in there uh, as an ensemble, right? then that'd be awesome. You know, put, put all of them. Daniel Craig, Adam Driver, Channing Tatum, Yeah, let's Riley take that Cho. Joe Bang spinoff. I'd watch oh, Joe Bang spinoff. Joe Bang. Yes. Joe Second. Bang. <laughs> in car, sir. Right, right yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put a little Tasha a little negative. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what else? No peeking. Yeah. I said no peeking. I said no oh peeking. About to get naked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez, God. What, I'm trying to think of, 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 of films that I honestly would say would be good to, to watch sequels to, but I really can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um... I'll have to go if I if something comes to me I'll I'll I'll, I'll spit it out. He'll track you down, Mason. Yeah, nothing's popping into mind at the moment. Send us your Twitter page and we'll we'll send you. He doesn't message. know what a tweeter is. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't do the social media. <laughs> all the Twitter. I know. All, I know. I know all, all the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, so sorry if you're getting a lot of rumbling on our headset because it's actually a pretty big storm above us. So sorry about that. But I'm gonna go home and drink coffee and read now. That's that's all I want to do in this rain. I am angry. Yeah. I still have four hours for it to clear up. You'll be fine. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, the second one. There's another one. There's one more. Oh my gosh. It's bringing all these questions on me. <laughs> Sorry. It's, oh, oh, it's like well, a pop quiz. <laughs> this one's a little less. Challenging. I'm out of school. I don't okay, want no it? more what school. I'm it, done with my school. You essentially just have to draw from memory. So. What is it? Oh. I'm getting to it. Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, hello, buddies. Oh, that's hello. nice. Hi, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Wanted to ask you more of a non-related movie question. What have you all done as jobs in the past? I know what most of you do right now, but God, it's creepy as shit. <laughs> this is why I'm not big on social media. I don't feel like airing out my life for everybody. It's awful. Says, but was just curious. Thanks for the fun show, Jeremy in Knoxville. Thank you, Knoxville. Tennessee. Who's going first? <laughs> well, I'll say, so I work as a barista right now, and I've also done some writing for uh, some movie and television news sites, but that's not really ever been a full-time job. That's just been part-time whenever I've done it. And I've also was a customer service Worker at Best Buy, which is one of the Fun. worst, one of the worst <laughs> things ever created. It's just horrible, horrible job. Sounds I couldn't horrible. take it five minutes in a Best Buy. Like honestly, no. I just go there to pick up a cable. Wait, is that the Geek Squad? No, no, I, I was right next to the Geek Squad. This oh. is just general customer service. Not even the cool guy. No, it's stupid. Dang. So about, I was there for four or five months, and then I got the job at uh, Joe Van Gogh. So, and then I was. A barista at the Barnes and Noble Cafe at South Point. That's kind of oh. weird. Get to, do you get free books? No, oh. I got a discount, but. All right. So I was there, and then I was also a camp counselor when I was in high school. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Almost thunder. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I. Yeah. Jeez, man. Camp counts like everybody else, except I still work there. And then do the pottery classes. And I'm a soccer coach. And 
I wait tables, and some other stuff. Oh, and I uh, teach at a preschool. I did jury duty once. I got paid for that. So the, the sequestering. Sequestering. <laughs> <laughs> we all remember it well. <laughs> and obviously, I get paid to house it. Yeah. And room with strangers. So. Cool, Braden. What about you? Professional. You're student. the oldest of us. Professional student. But you're a professional student. Professional student. That's largely what I've done with my life. Ben, and you work at the, the Chelsea Theater now? I work at the Chelsea now. I took that job largely because of the flexibility to allow me for my schedule to, in order to finish my dissertation. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, my dad, you know, the family business, my dad needed somebody at the time to operate 35mm because we were still 35mm. He had a manager leaving. He needed somebody sort of pronto, and I needed a schedule with a little bit more flexibility. I mean, before that, I'd been down at UGA, and I had, you know, teaching assistantship there. And I've worked as a paralegal. That was right after undergrad. Done various other things. So it's not, you know, I haven't really done anything spectacular. I've done a bunch of interesting things, but I haven't really done anything. Like, career, this is my career. That's what I'm looking for right now is is a career path. Mm -hmm. So. That's great. There you go. Yeah. Chloe, you're in college right now. What are you hoping to do when you get out? If you get out. If I, oh, I'll get out. <laughs> I got to get I out. I like to be a professional visual artist in one way or another. Cool. Yeah, there you go. All right, well. I just thought of something. Because I'm entering stuff in the Carbell Film Festival. Mm-hmm. We should we should say we're press and then get in for free. Ooh. And then do a little show about it. We, we should go. We should do live from the Carborough Film Festival. Oh, yes. yeah. That'd be interesting. <laughs> we we have some weird crap. It'd be great. Yeah, we could talk about some cool, like, weird... Can my dad guest? He'd be sure. so good. He's, we he... always go together. It's the most bizarre experience. Yeah. Like, he's a bizarre man. It's far more bizarre an experience it, than he Anybody is. we know is welcome to come on the show if you're listening. So let me know if you'd like to come on. You're totally welcome. Genuinely. Um, Except so. for that creepy Jacob. Danny. Ex- except for, no, no, my, the, my <laughs> no Danny. Danny. The, no, <laughs> the other Jacob that I know. Who the likes, other Jacob. Who likes slasher movies. Who, if you like oh, slasher not the movies, Jacob you're that not was, welcome. No, no. Not the Jacob that was on here. No, the other yeah. one. He didn't like me very but much. But he, other Jacob is cool too, so he, he's not creepy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except, although, Jacob, if you do come on the show, you might have to talk to Chloe. Battle it out, so. Or don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize there was such enmity going on between... There's not. I'm just scared of stuff. Yeah. It's not... Slasher it's not movies? Your, it's not your fault, Jacob. All right. Yes. I'm scared of them. I think it's reasonable. I don't blame you. I'm not a big fan of slasher movies myself. Yeah. I, I, I do like supernatural horror, even though I'm a total chicken shit when it comes to, you know, the, <laughs> the scaredy cat jump scenes, but... Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I actually think they're pretty good, and there's been a lot of really good ones lately. So mm-hmm. I need to see uh, Crimson Peak. Oh, it's <gasps> good. It's, good. it's so good. Oh, I yeah. love that movie. Movie. I'm sorry. The witch, is, the, witch, <laughs> the witch is supposed to be really good. I need to see that. And yeah. Cabin in the Woods. I, I wasn't crazy about Cabin in the Woods. Oh, you weren't? No. Oh. Or no, is that it? The one that just came out recently with Clyde Edgerton? No, we do this every time. It's the other one. <laughs> It's another one we're going to add to that list of... 
So we hit we hit Blade Runner. Yep. Have we gotten Transformers yet? Yes. Yep. Talk okay. About Transformers. Okay. Yeah. Um. What is it? I forget. Anyhow. It comes at night. It comes at night. Thank you. Like yeah. I don't know why cool. now. Now the two are perfect. They are permanently like transposed in my. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah. The one can't exist without the other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thanks for the emails. Again, feel free to send us stuff. We love hearing from you, so feel free to do that at any time. But, I also just got commissioned to paint some cats. That counts as a oh, job. Oh, cool. There I can ask go. cheeseburger? No. No? Just some cats. The lol, lol cats? Nope. <laughs> some regular old cats. <laughs> Well, let's move on to our <laughs> picks of the week, which is our weekly recommendations for you listeners. So, uh, who wants to go first? Me. Oh, yeah, Chloe, you actually have one, so you go. Landline. Oh, right, I remember Free Gemma movie. saying Gemma saying she was a big fan. So It was so good. And <clears throat> I will say I'm a little biased probably because it was, like, literally, well, except for all the, like druggy stuff it was like our life story we really mm. related it's about two sisters who are like our amount apart and everything but it was good anyway it mm. was funny it was touching not as good as obvious child mm. to me but still quite good yeah yeah so that's should be in theaters at least somewhere still i mean it's had a it's already been out for a little while did but did you see it Braden? no but sam higgins loved it did he i don't know it, but he, did. he probably did classic <laughs> sam and so it may be still in theaters around you so maybe try and check that one out if you can i started at the 30-day free trial on hulu yesterday or the day before last Uh it's kind of nice you have 30 days rather than just a week like a lot of ones i just have Mm. hulu (laughs) sorry well aren't you special (laughs) and i uh i watched on the waterfront for the first time Oh, really? really? Yeah, with Marlon Brando. Yeah. You don't have to say we know. <laughs> uh, informing the listeners. The listeners. Yeah. And <laughs> it was it was quite good. It I I, quite I really good. liked it. <clears throat> Marlon Brando he's is... great. He's amazing in it. He's kind of like Channing Tatum and Ryan Gosling in the fact that it just feels very natural and effortless acting, you know? And it feels much more contemporary for the time in terms of his acting compared to everyone else. Right. It feels very much not of that era. Mm-hmm. But I love the relationship between Marlon Brando and the the love interest. That's great. Great black and white cinematography. But the one thing that is brutal mm. in this movie is the score. The mm. score is one of the most overdone, overblown. Oh, really? I just like, like that. It's just a sentimentality why I like that, yeah, though. That's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, and usually with older films, I can take that perfectly you know no no problem but for some reason this mm. was so present in this movie that it just took Maybe me right because you thought it was more modern than usual so then it music could have was been more it felt out of sort place of, like yeah. disjointed between yeah so Robert maybe brando's spectacular acting and then the yeah and so it, it was just so loud and overblown and overdone and it would just take me right out of the moment and it was mm. constant and i it was awful 
But it's otherwise, it's that's a, how I feel about um, my best friend Connor when I'm watching a movie. He's like the bad music that keeps <laughs> taking me out of it. <laughs> it's interesting you say that about Barnum because I remember when we were talking about High Noon, and I I point out that I have a lot of difficulty with older films just because the the acting is tends to be so overwrought, and I'm not terribly familiar with uh, the oeuvre of Marlon Brando. Well, Apocalypse Now, which, I mean, and he's off. My favorite is another but. example of his natural acting style is A Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. I, I should I should probably see that. It's really good. <gasps> so yeah, good. And, uh, Elizabeth oh Taylor. Oh, my God. Right? No, 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 no. She's you in You have a, to see it. Who's, who's in Streetcar Named Desire? Shut up. Marlon Brando. Well, Marlon Brando, I thought shirt. it was... Elizabeth Taylor in that with her. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I swear it was. No, she's in uh, hat, c- Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, yeah. Audrey Hepburn. Was it Audrey Hepburn? And, no. Uh, you have to say... Oh, shoot. I know who it is, too. You can see her. Computer's about to run out of battery, so keep talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just... I was thinking about High Noon and how it, a lot of times it's the overwrought acting, and so it'd be interesting because now I kind of want to see... Uh, on the waterfront just to see Marlon Brando's performance in that. You should. Yeah, I really should. It's 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 Hunter. considered a classic film. I really should see that. And if his acting is that good, then it definitely would be worthwhile. So. It's the lady from Gone with the Wind. The lady from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> that still doesn't give me a name. Vivian Lee. Vivian, Vivian Lee. Vivian Lee, okay. Interesting. But yeah, so I that's on... Hulu right now, and it's. I mean, definitely, it's considered to be you know major classic, and so I would, for the most part, I would agree, aside from the score. But hmm. also, it also feels very relevant in terms of you know we've mm. been talking about timeless movies. Mm-hmm. This is about the lower and middle class keeping checks on the the big guys essentially, and so it feels you know just like with the protests and everything that's been happening recently, it feels very relevant. So that's another reason to watch it as well. Hmm. You can really tell how. It can transcend the era that it's in. So, very interesting. But that's on Hulu, so give it a look if you got it. I and get that 30-day free trial, you know. I, I, <laughs> I ain't got the Hulu right now. Oh, nice. I, I, should, I should probably get it, but I'm already showing out too much money for other crap. Yeah. <laughs> so. Also, rewatch Top Gun. And it's a mall. It's just awesome. No, I I was I was at Silver Spot seeing sorry Brandon, I was at (laughs) I was at Silver Spot watching Logan Lucky and they had the Yeah. And I completely forgot that I was playing earlier in the month and I'm so sad because I would have loved to have seen it in the theater. They've got Top Gun on Netflix actually. Yeah. Yeah, but you could have seen it in the theater. That's neat. Oh, but one thing is in a couple weeks they're showing Close Encounters on the big screen. Oh, really? We should totally go. Yeah, that might be worth totally it. Totally go. Be badass. <laughs> that might be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Brian, what about you? Um, I'm still on a political kick lately. Um, I did see The Defenders when that came out. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, call me a sucker, but I do like the, the big cinematic universes, mm-hmm. specifically because it does allow them to flesh out characters more develop plots more, develop stories more, which is generally a good thing. <laughs> Choo-choo trains. Train. So much is happening That's a train. today. Trains <laughs> and storms and... Oh, my Lord. It just, it just, 
<laughs> just adds to the ambient noise. The atmosphere. We sound like a pack of hobos on a train. <laughs> We're like all. I made a movie the... about some homeless people in high school. They weren't real homeless people, was my. Well, American Honey. Yeah, I, I didn't make American Honey, unfortunately. Wait, where'd you see some ho- some homeless people? Huh? Where'd you, where'd you see homeless people? No, I mean it just sounds like we're hobos because it's like st- oh. it's like we're all outdoors oh, on okay. a train and stuff. Oh, gotcha. And anyhow, gotcha. Um, hobos. <laughs> But, um, so you saw the Defenders, obviously Defenders, not political, but I really enjoyed it. Sigourney Weaver was awesome, and I I, I thought they did a very good job with the story. Uh, My only problem is I wanted to see more of Jessica Jones. She seems to sort of fall in the background at times. Mm. Of course. And I just... (laughs) Typical. Well, she is the character in in the defense of the writers, the character itself, she's supposed to be sort of sullen and withdrawn and skeptical and Mm -hmm. doesn't want to be associated with all this stuff and is more sort of a victim of circumstance. Um, That being said, I just like Kristen Ritter and her portrayal of Jessica Jones so much, I would have liked to have seen her as more present... Because uh, Luke Cage was awesome, and I really liked his 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 role in this. And Charlie Cox is always good, and and even Finn Jones. I'm not a big fan of the Iron Care of this character still, mostly because I feel he's sort of a overexcited, whiny, white boy kind of thing. He was but, in Game of Thrones. But yeah. Finn Jones? Yeah, he was a Lannister. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Sorry, <laughs> he might have been a Lannister. <laughs> He might have been. He was Lancel. definitely in Game of Thrones, though. Lancel, the cousin Cersei's. That's cousin. what I was. He either. No, he might have. It doesn't matter. He's in Game of Thrones. It's fine. Anyhow. Oh no 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 no! Was he? Was he um, Natalie Dormer's brother? No. You should, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Continue. Um, well, I think his, his 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 he does a good job of portraying him. I just don't like how the character's written. Mm. Okay. Um. But uh, the Jessica Jones character, I do like a lot. I wish she she had been more present. But overall, I think the story is interesting. Um, he was the brother. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Of of Natalie Dormer. She's great. Oh, He's he played. One. He played. Yeah, he played the Renly's Knight of Flowers. Lover. Yeah. <laughs> he played uh, not Mace Tyrell. Tyrell. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's Tyrell. It's not coming to me right now, but I'll remember it eventually. Um, Loris. Loris. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank Marjorie. God. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to kill me. I should remember this. But uh, anyhow. The Defender's good. Defender's good. <laughs> um, in terms of the political stuff I was watching, after having watched Detroit, uh, and then just a little while ago, Selma, I decided to watch the 13th. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. What is that about? It's oh, the prison documentary it's, by... Uh, Rough. The, oh, Duvernay, God, by the way, he did Selma. Yeah, there's no Duvernay, way I could watch Selma. that. <laughs> it's rough. Everybody should watch it. It's 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 tough to watch. It's interesting. I, I mean, I'm gonna try to, to synopsize it, but it's very difficult to synopsize. But the reason it's called the Thirteenth is because of the Thirteenth Amendment, which obviously emancipated slaves, outlawed slavery. But there is a little sort of loophole if you look at it that says all these rights can be. Uh, denied anybody who's convicted of criminal, of criminal offense, right? So you, if you're convicted, incarcerated, and then released, you you are denied the right to vote and so forth, right? Um, 
I must have given a full pardon or something. I, I, I forget exactly how it works. But the point is, if you are convicted of a crime, um, you lose that right to vote and you lose various other rights as mm -hmm. a citizen. And so uh, the documentary traces how following the, the, the uh, implementation of the 13th Amendment, uh, you know, you have the Jim Crow South, and how during this period there's sort of a concerted effort to criminalize uh, African Americans. And this has continued in an effort to, to, to sort of maintain African Americans in a um, sort of second class citizen. Um, tier role uh, and just how over time over over the various decades uh, the approach to the criminalization of blacks uh, has occurred and uh, most presently with the privatization of uh, correctional facilities and uh, even more recently, you know, now with a more, now both parties, Republicans and Democrats, are taking a more sort of soft on crime rehabilitation approach to this. Now, all of a sudden, bond companies are becoming, uh, bail companies are becoming more important. Mm -hmm. And it's this whole thing about, uh, uh, it's really fascinating. It's hard to get into without, because it's very detailed and it's hard to get into without covering the whole thing, but I mean, it talks about ALEC, which is this rather sinister, it's the American Legislative Exchange Committee, hmm. uh, which is this committee which involves a lot of corporations, and all they do essentially is draft legislation, and there are a lot of correctional facilities that, uh, privatized correctional facilities that are involved in this, and so obviously they're pushing for oh. legislation which is favorable to them so that they can turn a profit, and that's why you get all these uh, tough-on-crime stances like the three-strikes rule, mandatory sentencing, and all this kind of stuff. And so it's very harrowing looking at um, watching this documentary and seeing the extent to which sort of, <coughs> excuse me, um, racial disparity is, is institutionalized. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I'd really like to see it. So it's, I mean, it's, it sounds it's, quite good. Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, but everything that's been going on recently has sort of sparked my interest mm -hmm. uh, in the documentary again, and so I went and watched it, and it's it's a it's a tough thing to watch. Mm -hmm. So, but good. I mean, I, again, it's something that I feel everybody should go watch. Yeah. Much, much the same way Detroit, it's unsettling, but if you're an American, you should watch it. Mm -hmm. So. There mm. you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so those are our picks of the week. Got some good ones, I think, this week, so it's yeah. cool. Also, the Daniel Radcliffe uh, Saturday Night Live is really good to cheer you up after that. <laughs> wait, was, wait, was he just on Saturday Night Live? No, it was a while ago. I just rewatched it, though, and it's very funny. <laughs> huh. I don't know if I saw that one. <gasps> do they do a Harry Potter skit? Yeah, it's kind of lame, though. Shocker. No, but it's a... Whatever, it's hey, fine. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that about brings us to the end of the show. Anything else y'all want to mention? No. Chloe? Bye, Mason. 
on that question and see yeah. if I can come up with uh, a good answer, something to watch that would be good with the sequel, but I yeah. don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Well, so the last few things, so hopefully going to do this Soderbergh show next week if in a perfect world, and our um, if all works well, then Jacob will be on again, because he likes Steven Soderbergh, and he loved Logan Lucky, so... Of course he did. He, he would, I, th- I think he said he would like to come on. So it, whenever we do do it, it hopefully he'll be on. Chloe, you may, maybe not doing, you got school shit she showing up. boycott that show. Yeah. No Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Jacob. No, no, okay. it's a cool Jacob. Cool oh. Jacob. Cool Jacob. Well. So the Jacob that we had on before was the good Jacob. <laughs> I don't know. He's just not the scary one. Yeah. Not the scary one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By the way, other Jacob, you're such a nice guy. <laughs> Burden your name. All I know about you, Jacob, is that you really like movies where people get killed in scary ways. So that's not. Great she to loves go it. On. <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully we'll do that next week. And again, it'll be available on the website, which is thefilmbuds.com. And I'll, when it does go live, I'll put out a post, you know, on Facebook and Twitter and all that. And so you'll know when it's up. But you just pay a minimum donation of a dollar and you could just download it like an MP3 right to iTunes. And so it'd be very easy. But so we're going to be talking plenty of Soderbergh. And then next week on the regular show, again, there's not much out. And so maybe when River or Ingrid goes west, those are... A- <laughs> Sorry. What? Just the, just the, the Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I really want to see Wind River, but but if you decide to do that, it's gonna be a hell of a time finding some place to watch that. It's 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 a it's, spot, a, buddy. it's, it's at South Point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, South Point has Ingrid Goes West and Wind River. Well, they do. We have Wind River right now, but not tomorrow. Maybe not tomorrow. Oh, shit. We'll figure it out. Surprise! Yeah. Surprise yeah. show. And so yeah, stay up, updated for that. Again, you can reach us on Facebook and Twitter, filmbudspodcast at gmail.com. And, all right, well. Bye. Think, yeah. <laughs> Chloe marks the end of the show. But what she says goes. Five stars. Yeah. Five stars. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>